Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. This is There Will Be Dungeons, episode 35. Scott Johnson here, Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kyle and Kristen Ferguson, all here and ready to spread our wings and fly. And yet another episode of TWBD. Thank you all for joining us. For those listening at home, sorry about the day's delay. Uh, long story. Doesn't matter. I'm going to start today with an email. This came to us from Jordan Cap. Uh, Jordan Cap uh, went to the website, therewillbedungeons.com, and he sent the following message. Are we not going to talk about this is the subject line. Ooh. Message. Here it is. Hey, TB, TWBD crew, longtime listener, first time emailer. I wanted to let you know that this podcast is absolutely fantastic. I have heard you talk about the show on core for a while and thought I would finally give it a listen. Uh, I started from the beginning and couldn't stop listening. I have binged this show for the past month and a half. I started well before Battle for Azeroth came out and just caught up last night. It's amazing. I have laughed so hard at all your personalities over the course of the show. It's great to keep it up. But the main reason I'm writing in, and here's where the other shoe drops, uh, is because are we just not going to talk about how Stanley doesn't know that his eyes go silver when he gives somebody or everybody temporary hit points and a free movement action? Maybe I'm wrong, but from my listening... When it happens to Nash or Varel, thanks to Stanley for the extra hit points. What? Sorry. When it happens, stash or, uh, to sta- Snash. Gosh dang it. Nash or Varel. Two Snash. He's just missing a comment. It really threw me off. Nash or Varel thanks Stanley for the extra hit points for or movement. He has no idea why they are thanking him. And once when Varel said his eyes went silver and it was inspiring, Stanley claimed he didn't know what he was talking about. Maybe I'm just wrong, but John, am I right or wrong that your character Stanley doesn't actually know he's doing this? Either uh, either way, keep up the amazing work. I can't wait for the rest or the next episode. All right, so let's help Jordan out here. Do you know when your eyes do that? Do you know you're I mean, giving the, the what you're giving us when it happens? I liked the email, but I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, shit. I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was something here. I knew it. All right. I'm glad I got this email. I'm glad we asked because some fishy business going on with Stanley and his new personality. So uh, that probably means Jordan's caught up by now and he's like, oh, okay, maybe now I'm starting to make sense. So listen in today for more of why Stanley's weird on There Will Be Dungeons. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's now do the new traditional thing we do, which is pass it on over to Kristen, who will recap us from last time. Kristen. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, keep your friends close and your archface closer. A sodded Stanley settled himself sleepily, oblivious to the obstreperous oratory pouring forth from his orifice. Finally, falling for forty winks, Varel confronted Hope concerning the conundrum of secrets, how they work, and the custom of confiding. Explaining their earlier exchange with evil to Nash, the boiled buck boldly boasted, Vampires! It was a prevalent parable in the solar mines, potboilers about poltergeists pestiferously plagued by a prurient pursuit of blood. Luckily, when larped by looking at a lamb and a reflection, hope showed no symptoms. Lunch now ended, Stanley was sought by his sidekicks seeking solution to his strange stories. But it was not Stanley they spoke. Down in the den where the humping had happened, Stanley happened across an ancient archfey locked away for aeons. The grouchy ghoul grabbed up residence in the half-elf's mortal frame, only now finally finagling force over his non-fey flatmate. Tacitly attesting his aversion to harming his amis, 
Stanley returned and the group bolted to blood ball practice. They arrived at the stadium and were met with four hours of batting balls, bounding to bases, and building up their basics. Returning to Charlemagne's, weary from the workout, they dined and discussed the next steps of their devilish deeds. Now rejoin our heroes as they continue to bide their time, waiting for the perfect moment to strike in the teat. Oh, striking in the teat! Well done as usual. Bo Schwartz, it's all yours, sir. All right. We fade in mm. on the four of you at Charlemagne's eating your uh, bear meat pie dinner made specially for you by Charlemagne. There's a few people in Charlemagne's, uh, Trashburgian citizens in their customary gray shirt, jungle socks, and various sandals or boots. Small din of music. Uh, bye bye American Pie playing on the jukebox. Some strange song, whatever this America is. Is it a girl? Is it a castle? I don't know, but this man is saying goodbye to it. And you're eating in silence. Can you tell me where where's Charlemagne right now? Uh, he's at the bar. He's cleaning the. Uh, few cups looks like with the dirty not dirty dish rag but you know dish rag that's been used a couple times all right well it's not uh, important it's clean don't worry well no the reason i'm asking <laughs> i'm gonna pipe up and go charlemagne come here <clears throat> uh we am a massive uh he puts down the cup he comes over and he says uh yeah yes mr nash i lean up to him kind of like this from my chair and say thanks for the use of the mirror and i pass him the mirror i give it back to him Oh, merci. Thank you for remembering to bring it back. Hey, um, did you, you guess you went to practice. You did not get to see, uh, my friend. Who's your friend? But gentle McReady. Did we meet genitals McReady, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not genital. That's something else. Oh, it's I misheard. Gentle. Sorry, I get this hood. Gentle. Okay. Gentles. McReady's. It's re I have difficulty pronounce with it, but um, gentle. I give you. Uh, it's his birthday today. I gave him present, and I gave you present to give to him because I could not make. But it's a. It's late in the evening. I'd like to get it to him today. Perhaps I could have it back, and I will give it to him myself. Well, Rel would be very stiff. <laughs> okay, TMI. <laughs> <laughs> Varel is very stiff. Got yeah, it. the thought of fight excites him. Yeah. Eyes very wide, looking desperately around the group. Hope staring at her food. We actually did have time to run that over. Uh, unfortunately, I don't believe Jettles was home. No, There was no response when we knocked, as you instructed us to do. Uh, I slid the package under the door. Um, but, uh, I saw, um, Ope, uh, come in with, a with a crate. It looked awful lot like, um, something Jeddle might, might give to someone. You sure? Maybe you did not see him. Did you see him, Ope? Ope. The food in my mouth, it's indecipherable. I, uh, all right. Deception rolls from Hope and Stanley, <laughs> please. 19. 17. So, which is it? 
So you you did not see him. You, you knock on door. He was not home. No, we haven't seen Jettles. Well, that's uh, okay. Uh, just give me back uh, the the. It's a book I was getting him. Remember, I told you he liked Tintin. Well, it's a, a rare Tintin book. I wrote to a, a mail-in place at the principal city, and they ship it back. And it's one he don't have. I was very excited. It's very rare. Probably one of a kind from like ancient time. It's an old book. I need to have it back oh, so I can give it to him. I apologize. I didn't realize it was so valuable. We can run back over there and check. Like I said, we we left it there. Oh, you leave it? Were you? Did you leave it outside? I hope not. No, we uh, we. It's a thin, thin book. We were able to slide it under the door. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's a thank you, thank you. I, I ask you for a favor, so I'm not, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's expensive gift. I thought you were going straight there. I, I um, apologize. It's it's entirely our fault. If you would like, we can. We can no, no problem. He has, he has. So uh, I'm probably going to go see him later today, tonight. So uh, you know, no, no problem. When I go see him, uh, then I'll let him know you slid under the door, and no, no problem. Is he doing anything for his birthday tonight? Or no, no, he does not like birthday, but I still bother him with it. So I'm going to come over anyways, just to say hello, probably in an hour or so. But the Cynthia, if you need anything, Cynthia will be here. She does not like gentle too much. So she's staying here with her kids, but I go over. I just have a yeah with him. and, and... I mean, we would definitely like to speak with him. Would you like an escort over there? An escort? No, no, that's not necessary. Escort from what? I live here all my life. What do you, what do you mean? Well, escort? I mean, we went over there. If you remember, we were going over there to speak with him. It might be to. But this is a social we call. Going. I don't. Uh, you got. You're. You're a client. I don't. I mean, you're not friend with him. What are you going to do? I don't need you to come with me. It's fine. I, I go over and uh, and. I, be good you enjoy your supper i'm sorry to disturb nash nash thank you for giving back the mirror i appreciate very much well i didn't get much use out of it but i appreciate you letting me use it and i know that it was under duress uh that you needed to make sure to get it back for the old lady oh my yeah but since yeah she uh, this also you know she she like her things i mean like just like we all do no one like when we take other people things it's uh yeah well but, I, uh, thank you so much for giving back you are you're good people I just want to say that. Your trust was well-placed. We like you, too. Thank you, Nash. I, I like you quite a bit, too. At first, I was very uncertain because of all the... I mean, no offense, but you should see a doctor. Preaching to, preaching <laughs> to the choir, brother. Preaching to the choir. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to go and uh, get changed. If you need anything, ask Cynthia. She'll be able to get it for you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has he walked away? He's walking away to the back room. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta stop. He can't go back. He can't go there. And I'll rub the the bites on my neck. Okay, as you guys uh, sort of hurriedly um, have this quick, brief little in interaction, uh, uh, rather, um, you didn't notice him at first, but he was sort of sitting in a corner, and you noticed a, a gentleman get up. He. He still has the trash burgundy and gray, but he had he has a little he puts on a cap as he gets back like a little top hat, and um, you notice that he's got uh, a few pieces of jewelry on. He isn't uh, 
decked out like a 26 person with the gold teeth and his way he's not a ganger but he he sort of looks kind of well to do and like um you notice his little belt on his big shirt and they're tucked into some trousers and he has these boots and they got nice little straps he looks like he has a little more money than, than other people in trashburg typically seem to at least for uh clothes and uh he approaches uh he approaches your your desk or your, your table where you're eating dinner he says um excuse me sorry to interrupt am i right in thinking that you're new in town i mean, I mean what was the first thing that gave us away your outlandish clothes and he looks at you stanley he looks like hmm what's this jacket made out of it's, uh, it's a leather jacket leather yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very nice very expensive how many people around here can afford to pay leather or pay the money for leather? Well, as you said, we're not from here. You look, you look real good. Anyways, um, allow me to introduce myself. I'm uh, my name is Fengo. 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 Fengo Revish. You look like a pimp. <laughs> I assure you, I'm no pimp, but I'll take it as the compliment. I think. Fengo right? what? Fengo Revish. Revish. Thanks. <laughs> Fango and he he has the look of a, of a of a human, but he's slender, and um, and he's clean. His face actually looks like it's been washed. His beard is trimmed into this pencily kind of deal, around whatever you call that a goatee, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, "Look, well, aren't do any of you guys play cards?" I can't remember who plays cards. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you were a big card player back in uh, the Buxom Confederate. Oh, that's right, Nash. You were. Mm-hmm. Was I? Oh, because you guys all went and had sex, and I had no yeah. weed. Yeah. <laughs> and then down in the demon world, you requested the old man to play cards. That's right. <laughs> that's the right. old man, Curtison. Yeah, you're right. Curtison. You're right. I like yeah. to play cards. That's totally yeah. true. I do like to play cards. Who's asking and why? Well, I'm my name's Fingo Revan. My name my name's Fango Rebish. Anyways, I run a card game and you guys are new in town and I know Trashburg isn't exactly welcoming to outsiders. It's hard to know where all the hot spots are. And I'm gonna tell you the hottest spot in town is this place called the Golden Gargoyle. You guys doing anything tonight? Nash, come on down and play some cards with me. I'm always down for a game. Let's go. Now or right, so, when? Well, later tonight. The game will run after uh, after. Well, there's a special guest uh, singing tonight. Angelashi is singing tonight at the Golden Gargoyle. I'm sorry, Angelashi. Angelashi, you know she sings in the morning announcements. Everyone go to work. You love working for the Guzzle Gang. You, you heard the. You have heard the morning announcements. I think you're away. That was a week you're away. Oh yeah. Um, she sings the morning announcements. She's a local celebrity, and she's going to be visiting the Golden Gargoyle. But she can't get in without this. And he reaches into his to his shirt and pulls out a card and it's just got a golden gargoyle on it he says give that to the doorman it's out in haunter's blush or blusher's haunt excuse me um you'll you'll know the building when you see it there'll be people milling outside they don't, they don't really advertise its existence but you'll see there'll be a bit of a lineup around a building and you'll be wondering why all right this uh golden ticket does this get us all in or does this just get now oh, yeah, yeah it gets you all in. okay good you guys can tell, come tell, with. Him, tell him tell him fango tell him fango sent you mm. and give him show him the card they'll let you in 
Now, is it is this a bad time to tell you that her announcement voice happened to come at a very, very delicate time for me? And just to put it bluntly, I, well, I had the worst diarrhea of my life when I heard her voice, and I'm worried that when I hear her at your at your fancy establishment, I, we might have a bit of a, we may have. Is a that out of character or in character? It's in character. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You saying you had a bad bout of the squirts uh, but while real, she was singing? Real bad. And I know, listen, I know that in this... It wasn't her voice. Her voice is lovely. It was probably something else. No, I'm not, bla- I'm not blaming it on her. I'm just saying now I associate it with her. And so I'm a little worried that she'll start singing and then I'm going to have to run. So we'll see. Don't, don't you be worried, okay? She, I'm telling you, her voice is like an angel. That's why they call her Angelashi. All right. Okay. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's it's a jazz club. There's jazz music and dancing, and there's all you can eat. Uh, this special food they have here. They make it. They do it like because of the wedding. They break it out, but they only really break it out like once or twice a year. It's um called Chinese food. Ooh. All you can eat. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, I'm gonna move on. I hope to see you there tonight. Don't forget that card. And, and and dress up nice. This is a classy place, huh? All of us are better dressed than any other citizen of Trashburg, perhaps excluding yourself. Ooh-wee! What a sharp tongue this one has. I just I think I got a cut in my finger. Ooh-wee! <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> and he just moves on. What do you well, say, Varel? You up for some cards? Nash. What? Cards, we need to figure out. Talking about vampire hunting right now. <laughs> oh, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're talking about vampire hunting right now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, right, right. Okay. But look, just tell me what we're doing and I'll do it. Cards sound like fun, but. I can right, but we like Charlemagne, right? Yeah, yeah. We would rather him not get eaten. Look, I know you didn't fight what we had to fight, mm. so maybe you're not holding it with the proper respect. You didn't have to fight what I had to fight. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah, but trust me, it's bad in there. <laughs> and, and Nash, you're the only one who knows yeah. what it is, what it can do. Yeah. All right, well, I'm in then. But maybe cards later, you know? Well, and not to complicate things further, but I do feel I need to bring this up. Uh, at some point, I would like to see to maybe seeing if I can locate buttons. Oh. He uh, came to my room the other night, and he knows about Diantalis. Uh, Talis wanted to kill him as a result and I was able to convince him to instead send him off on what he figured would be a suicide mission. Uh, My hope is that that is not the case, but the truth is I feel a little responsible for his current predicament, and I was hoping he would turn up before now, and he has not. Well, I mean, maybe we shouldn't have told that guy we were coming to his thing. Well, you seemed just very eager and didn't really consult with anybody, but I would say that was on you. 
Okay, fair point. I, 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 I uh, how do we know the, the little, uh, little jackrabbit didn't leave town? How do you know he's anywhere around here? I don't, but he definitely was magically influenced to go into the 26 block territory. At the very least, we can go and ask if he was seen. All right, you're the boss. <laughs> I look at Stan or I look at Varel and go, Varel, you're awfully quiet. What do you think I'm of all not- this? Are you still stiff? Very. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am trying to keep an eye on our benefactor here, so he doesn't go to the house of death. There's so many interruptions, and I lean back and forth and I'm trying to keep an eye on him moving through the kitchen trying to find Charlemagne now he hasn't left yet yes oh. so he's still doing dishes or hanging around the bar or whatever and he went to the back presumably he's getting changed or something okay well we should probably finish up fast and get going there before he shows up yeah Stanley as for buttons mm-hmm. bubbles oh wait <laughs> Oops. Backwards. Sorry. As for buttons, this complicates things greatly. 26 block cannot be trusted. Well, I agree. And look, I'm not going to ask any of you to necessarily come with me. It's not your responsibility, it's mine. But. I sent him the one place I thought he might actually stand a chance. He's wily and tricky in his own weird sort of way, and when we talked to the leader of the 26 block, he did allude to the fact that he knew there were more than just the four of us. So my hope was that maybe it would keep Buttons safe, but I don't know, and I feel bad about it. I'll go with you, Stanley. Thank you. There any chance that after his conversations with the Pixie that night that he would have been compelled to act on his own at Dr. Dickel's? I don't know. That would probably be a better question for Pod. I'm not sure what they spoke about. Truth is, my time with Buttons, he has not shown a whole lot of initiative on the heroics. He tends to be a little more interested in just learning and gaining new knowledge. And I know he's not exactly popular with the whole group, but the truth is, the reason he got sent away was because he felt you all needed to know about Diantalis, and he wasn't going to back down from you all learning the truth. So, I know y'all don't trust him, but... He's at least trying. Where's a... Where's Shitbag? Tedna? <laughs> yeah. Shit, uh, What's he Tedna doing? Tedna found a way into the fortress. Oh. He's working with the, the people who are handling the food based on that, that first idea that we had. Well, all oh, right. Do we he need... said he'd get in touch with me. Okay. But I don't know when or how. All right. I was just curious. I still don't trust him. He's going to jack up our plans. Well, let's keep in mind here that 
at the end of the day, this is Hope's goal, is to deal with Joel. As far as how we proceed, it should be her call. We need to protect Charlemagne. That needs to be our priority. And then after that, maybe we can split up. Nash and Varel, you go play cards, get to know people around the town, and then Stanley and I, we look for bu uh, buttons. <laughs> Spreading. <laughs> Hope. I'm... I'm occupied tonight. <laughs> what do you have going on tonight? I, I thought... Hope, this was not how you explained it. What are you... But, what, Pharrell, what are you talking about? You were about? supposed to protect my interests. I was. We shared secrets. It's not even midnight yet. All of this could be done before midnight. Wait a minute. Oh. What are the secrets that you've got, Pharrell? They're secrets. <laughs> uh -huh. I was explained this by Hope, that I am not... I don't have to reveal anything. Well, I feel like I've done my share of revealing today, and I feel like maybe it's somebody else's turn. That is very true. Though, ah, technically you revealed nothing. And also, you also, in this, earlier in this conversation, you, you claimed to take part in a fight that you did not take part in. In fact, it was Diane Tallis who did all the revealing this afternoon. Well, yes, but I was there. Technicality. Look, Varel, if you don't want to tell us, you don't have to tell us. But I feel like our secrets are beginning to uh, have a cause and effect here. Our night is already being split by us having to go in multiple directions on account of them. Maybe if we were a little more forthcoming with information, It'd be okay. <laughs> I think uh Whoa. I think our Discord channel's taking a poop. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh ma'am. Alright, maybe Okay. I don't know where you were, John, but we're back. Where I'll were back you? I don't no, remember. I'm talking about okay. Look, I understand that we are all entitled to our secrets, but feel like tonight is a prime example of those secrets coming back to cause trouble for us. And maybe if we were all just a little more open with each other, we could avoid some of this trouble. But I'm not going to press you on it, Pharrell. If you want to have secrets, that's fine. Who has secrets left? Put your hands up. Well, shit! I have no secrets! <laughs> But you all know I'm a dragon. I have no penis. I'm into playing cards. <laughs> like, I've, I'm all, I am an open book here. And I clearly suffer more than any of us on a, on a, on a constant every moment basis. I, every, I hurt right now. I don't know if you know that, but I'm, I'm in pain constantly. And I'm not Nash. holding anything back. I, you guys have everything you need from me. Every moment in your presence is constant pain, Nash. What is your point? I, my point is we're a team and secrets are tearing us apart. Look, we're all entitled to have a past that we don't necessarily have to talk about. But if there's anything relating to this group, our current objectives and what we're doing here, we should probably put our cards on the table. 
And what of the secrets that we keep from others? What of Charlemagne? This is dishonorable. And on his day of birth, a friend has been slain. I was simply trying to keep him from... You know how these things go better than anybody, Varel. Look at... We just came back from blood ball practice, and we thought we were going to have a meal and go to bed. And somehow now we're invited to a casino. We have to go looking for a cat, and Charlemagne's in mortal danger. These things have a way of snowballing, and if we said we knew that he died, then next thing we know, the guard thinks we're involved in it, and they're coming after us and asking us questions, and we can't afford to be locked up for anything right now. I believe honesty will protect Charlemagne the most. And I'm willing to be honest with you all, but Stanley, you must promise me one thing. What's that? You may not sleep until I return tonight. Okay. Can do that. For if you sleep, you may transition over to Diantalus, and he would know the information I reveal. Well, he'll know it anyway if you tell me. But he said as though in a waking dream... He cannot react to the information. Right. That it does he, not come. He can't act on it, but he'll know it the next time he takes over. Yes, that's why you mustn't sleep. Oh, all right. <laughs> because if I gain knowledge of your situation tonight, I can reveal it to you before he can act on it. Oh, perfect. Although I should point out that, for example... I was in control when Buttons came to me, and because his desire to kill Buttons was strong enough, he was attempting to break through. It is possible for one of us to take over forcefully, though it's a bit of a struggle. It could happen, is all I'm saying. I have attempted to imagine this in a black and white nature, but now I find myself confused. The thing you just need to keep in mind is, is imagine that there are no secrets between Diantalus and I, and that anything you say to one is being said to both. Very well. Then perhaps, for that reason, you must trust me with my secrets for now. I do. Hang on, if I said... Dian Talus is a huge jerk. Will he remember this? I would remind you about the lasagna discussion, Nash. Oh, right. And that you are the lasagna. Yeah, never mind. I wasn't saying he was a jerk. I'm just... Well, actually, I think he might be. But I'm saying, would he, would he know? He would know. You may as well just be here, then. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want him actually here if you were going to say that, Nash. Uh, my point is, what's the difference? If he hears everything and knows everything and is mad enough at certain points that he can try to come out and kill the uh, the, the cat, or the bear, what is he? Yeah, the cat. The bear. Because <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we've had bear meat. I got the cat mixed up with the bear. Uh, but if he can do that, then it's a thin veil. You know? Right. So, so what's I the difference? Could generally try to be very careful with what you share, much like what Varel is saying right now. This is very confusing. I didn't wish any of this. I wish to attack at the announcement, leap upon said stage, and... Yes? What, what if we, we burn <laughs> the house down? 
That belongs to McReady. That would be more secrets. He, uh, he, he, <laughs> how do we get, we can't get the book back. We tell him what happened. We tell him that we came in, there was a creature that Nash calls a vampire that none of us have heard of, and you hit it with a book so hard that the book exploded. Yes. We reveal that. Think, you don't anticipate any other repercussions for this information being shared. I expect him to be shocked that his friend is dead. I expect him to be angry. Once we revealed that it was the 26th block that did it. But you don't Wait, know that. You don't know that. We do. Every child in this town has been in service so far to the 26th block. And there was a child waiting outside the building when we entered, who then left. But that's not enough evidence to prove that they're behind it. And if they know everything, why would you want to go starting a war with them? Because they're... They've lied to me. I've lied to you? How did they lie to you, Varel? Wait. His charm. <laughs> Hope lies to Varel? I don't know any of you people. <laughs> we all lie to each other, Nash. I don't. Really? I, yes. You have no secrets. None. I've told not you... Not a single one. No. Not one. I've told you, I mean, there's probably things I know that no one's asked me about, but I'm not holding them back. I don't know what they are until you say something. I believe Everyone it. reflects on how Nash always shares the information he's gleaned from the solar mines quite willingly. That's true. That's a good you. point. Yes. <laughs> but even then, well, like, me. just since we've known each other, I have no secrets. I have nothing but nothing to hide. And, you know, I think that's healthy. I think that's the way our group is best suited if we can't trust each other to know the truth and how how are we to act as one and 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 conquer the foes we've faced and you know make make a better future for ourselves if i can't if i don't know what's what's going on this is all new to me you guys are all crazy i'm gonna go play cards if this doesn't get better in the next five minutes all right let's address the first issue check check on charlemagne i look yes. i look back he hasn't left the building yet okay what are we doing with regards to Charlemagne? Are we telling him, or are we just going to go there and make sure everything goes okay for him? Or are we burning it down? I guess that was also floated as an option. Apparently telling Charlemagne will lead to war, which I am for, because this town is disgusting and deserves to be burned. <laughs> I should make this clear. I think lying to others to achieve our ends is okay. It's just we're as close as a, a, a family as I've ever known, and don't get sappy about it. I'm I'm I mean that in the, in all the ways it has meaning. We protect each other. We have each other's backs. We even argue, but at the end of the day, it's for the greater good of the group. So we can lie to Charlemagne. I don't have a problem with that. I just don't think we should lie to each other. And I fold my arms and I scooch my chair and I just stare at everybody. That was beautiful, Nash. If you wish, I will reveal my secret to you. Well, I, I, I'm all in. I'd love to hear your secret. <laughs> we must remove ourselves from Stanley's presence. I can walk away, but I'd like to have an idea of what we're doing first. 
Well, if we tell him that his friend is dead and we believe the 26 block are responsible, I do agree the evidence does point that way. We know Monsoon Cabbage deals with children for information. We know that they have a large supply of weapons and that Jettles was robbed. I would say the evidence does support it, but if we're wrong, then that is also a lie that is now sending many people potentially to war with each other. Why would any gang increase their armaments without planning any aggressive motions? It's a standoff. We can't assume the Toe Rippers aren't collecting weapons as well. We don't know anything about them. We know that they're desperate for troops. They, re- they recruited Bok Bok in a single night. Well, Bok Bok's pretty effective at killing things. I mean, for a little guy. Even better at eating them. It's only a matter of time before Bok Bok gets himself arrested. They have said over the loudspeakers that the ballistics are illegal in this town. And it seems that gets you thrown in the pit. Based on what I saw in that pit, that is not a place I'm anxious to end up. Which is why I do believe the Charlemagne situation should be handled delicately. So tell me of the plan, then. We lie to him, and what happens then? I don't know. I just know that he's a good enough person, and he doesn't deserve to walk there and potentially die. Perhaps let's walk backwards through this conversation. What is our current plan for completing Hope's objective? Hope? To get in, in any any way possible. We've, I, whichever option works out, as long as we get in. Just want to remind the party, uh, not relevant or not, but um, Monsoon Cabbage did promise a way into the castle in exchange for the head of Blunk Oliver, the leader of the Toe Rippers. So we could kill the leader of the Toe Rippers. We could compete in the Blood Ball game. We could poison the food and sneak in after we free the pixies. It is the lion's den. When we are in there, wait, do I know lions? Maybe not. It's a den of evil. <laughs> den of the beast. It might be lions, maybe. It is very dangerous. Perhaps the... This is all very confusing. Is it safe to say that the blood ball method, we had the idea of using the pixies and their goodwill towards us to potentially rig that game in our favor, or we can use it to distract guests potentially as well? That's a possible route for two different options. Seems like a logical way to go at some point. The game is in days, and this town grows more complicated by the minute. Perhaps dealing with the Toe Rippers now, facing Monsoon Cabbage, getting our entrance ahead of time with backup plans for other days might be the most prudent activity. Well, for that, we're going to need to talk to Bok Bok to see if we can get an in. I don't think we're going to be able to fight through an entire gang, just the four of us. 
We have to assume they're at least as well armed as the 26 block, otherwise one gang would simply wipe the other out. That is what makes no sense in this town. What holds the gangs together? Just a, a DM info reminder, because weeks have gone by since we've played, but in game time it's was just yesterday. Um, you do remember that Monsoon expressing not to want to commit overt actions towards the other gang for fear of reprisal, and that because you were outside contractors, um, he could... Um, what's the term? Uh, disavow. <laughs> could, you know, oh, yeah. a reasonable applause for disavowing you as independent people with beef with the tow rippers just so that you remember yeah that whole we were never here we never had this conversation kind of just yeah and that's it. not a note of the player but that player note i i'm just saying like your characters would remember that given that it was yesterday just but it's been like three weeks since we've had that interaction so i could see it being you know myth forgotten i'm just saying it doesn't mean it yeah. should change anything about what you're doing just an info reminder Varel does not like politics no <laughs> my player <laughs> Yes, it isn't. It isn't to correct anything. It's just to remind everyone of that of that aspect, because your characters would still remember that. So Varel would say to continue. My, they are being repressed by a hidden force that we have never seen, never interacted with. We don't know the force of, and both these gangs are terrified of it. I think the the force is this Guzzle Gang, which we haven't seen any of yet but it's apparently enough to keep everybody in line but if ballistics are banned and the 26 block is arming up it makes me wonder how long they're actually planning on keeping that to be the case so what do you want to do bok bok is already out for the night that's uh, fine. What about this pixie? We have a pixie problem. I mean, we committed to help. And we told Pa that we'd save her people. What if we talk to Charlemagne? Tell him what we know. Put it out on the table. Then we head to the 26 block. See if we can find out any information about buttons. And maybe we can check out the doctor's place if that's not an option. Nash. Yeah. There is no way we help the Pixies without gaining the wrath of the 26th block. Uh, true. Can't we, I mean, hmm. Pa, are you in here? Can I feel her on my shoulder? Mm -hmm. Oh, I Nash, I've been being quiet. Uh, and I, I know you—you you don't want people to notice me. <laughs> yeah, but it's just us now. So listen, uh, do you understand what Varel means? Like we—we we save your people. Uh, suddenly, that really complicates the rest of our plans. So, so maybe it's just not in the order we talked about. Maybe, maybe we can do that after. Well, I understood that you had important things to do, like practice blood ball before saving my pixie friends. I'm putting my trust in you that that's more important, but as soon as we can, we have to. 
All right, well, just it's relax. Passive-aggressive guilt yeah. trip right there, Bob. <laughs> doesn't think blood ball is all that important. Um, no, we, look, we'll, we're, I, I made a promise, and I, I intend to keep it. And I believe, despite the fact that they lie to each other all the time, these guys will also keep their promise. So, <laughs> so just hold tight. Okay, and I don't mean my shoulder. It's starting to hurt, actually. Is there, is there anything I can do? If I can help somehow to make... Well, you have to do faster, then, then we can get to my thing. We, we can help save my friends faster. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Stanley, Varel, whatever our plans are, I hope we should try to include... If we can, we can get a lot of retcon and subterfuge and things out of this, out of this pixie friend. We can use her, and she's willing. She's willing to be used in this way. So we, should, we shouldn't, we should you know, forget about that. As much as it'll be great to have her and all of her friends for blood ball game throwing, uh, even one pixie doing some sneaky business invisibly is going to help us. So, like, when we were in our aquariums, I had their special, I don't know... I just didn't feel like myself, but ever since I escaped, I can do great things like turn invisible. And and one time there was an ugly spider in that room you were staying in. So I turned him into a little mosquito and I squished it. Oh. And I don't know how I did that, but I think I could do it again. So we have and options. Sometimes I can hear what people are thinking. Can you hear what I'm thinking right now? No, but if I concentrate really hard, I can. Try it. But I can't. Okay. Scott, uh, <laughs> <laughs> making it difficult. Yep. Uh, I'm just reading the um, the rules for for this ability. All Nash's yep. skill checks have just gone up by two. <laughs> okay. Uh, it can read the thoughts of certain creatures. Cast kind of spell. Uh, sorry I can learn the surface thoughts of the creature what is most on its mind at that moment I'm just trying to see if there's looks like there's an, a wisdom save okay but do you allow it or do you want to make the save um no I'll allow oh, it oh that's if that's if it probes deeper okay so you allow it alright so you tell her what are you thinking of in that moment so I just have to tell you don't I yeah, yeah. Bo's not actually psychic, Scott. Okay. <laughs> Mag magic is reading your actual mind. Okay. Um, I was picturing Stanley with a with a butt for a face. <laughs> Just like She's a like, butt. Oh, ew, it's gross. You're thinking about Stanley with a butt on his face. And she says that audibly enough for Stanley to hear it. And I go, ha, ha, ha. She can do it. She could totally read my mind. That was real, Stanley. I was totally picturing a butt for your face. We should use this. This is this is brilliant. All right. Now she attempts to probe deeper. You feel you feel you feel an alien presence in your mind as your thoughts. It's hard to describe, but they feel like it's not alone in your mind. Like there's something in there with you. Pod, are you in my brain? What are you doing? Get out of here. We're done. That was it. She's she's trying to find out if you're really serious about saving her friends she's gonna roll an insight check can you are you gonna resist it no i'll let no? i'll let it happen and are you serious about saving her friends? very serious 
I want to save all okay. of them. I want every possible pixie to get out or to get away. Every little, okay. Every you feel thing. you feel the intrusion leave, and then you feel a little sort of arms like around your face. Mm. As she, as little steps walk up towards your face, and you feel arms around your face, and her body pressed up Aww. against your face, and you as you get a little kiss on your bandage. It's like a little hug. Oh, that's awesome. And then she sits back down. She's like, that was fun. Thank you, Nash. That was fun. I look at Stanley and wink one big giant wink like that about his butt face. Well, at least I have to work towards it. You've already got it. <laughs> oh. All right. This is step one. We talk to Shalom. <coughs> I agree. No matter what, can we say that that's what we should start with? He is still here, right? He hasn't left yet. Okay. Let's do it. We're now an hour into the show, so we're literally playing on real time. He's probably close to leaving at this point. All right. Charlemagne. Are you yelling for him? Yeah. <laughs> you get no response. Pull out the megaphone. Charlemagne. <laughs> Here's some stuff crash over from inside the <laughs> kitchen area. He pokes his head and he goes, Huh? <laughs> we need to speak with you. With me again? Yeah. I, but I'm trying to get ready. Uh, Cynthia, Cynthia, come here. They need something. Can you help my no, uh, guests? No, we need to speak with you in private. With me? Yes. In private? Yes. Okay, he comes out, and you see he sort of, he doesn't have a shirt on, you just see his, his chest shirtless, he's, and his hair is sort of uh, down a bit, it looks like he's been combing it, and he's got his pants on, but they're unbuckled, and he sort of quickly buckles them up as he as he comes over to you and says, uh, uh, we? We need to find a place where there are no prying ears. Uh, okay, perhaps come into the kitchen. We're all going, right? Yeah. All right. So Charlemagne leads you guys to the kitchen, and you see um, the kitchen is bountiful. There's a there's a stove. There's like a hot. What do they call those things? Like a steel flat cooking surface. Cooking surface <laughs> where you know things can be fried. There's an oven. You see um, you see a table with lots of uh, vegetables in it something resembling a refrigerator very old 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 frigidaire kind of thing very cool stuff in here but all old and, and grimy um there's a couple of windows and he goes to the windows and closes the curtains and uh he flips on a light switch and you notice there's actually you know like electric light in here like this is uh this is very unusual I understand, and I apologize for having to do this this way, but the truth is we have not been entirely honest with you, and you have shown us a great deal of hospitality, and we need to tell you what's actually going on. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You, uh... We did go... To Jettles this morning as you had requested and when we got there we saw a child outside uh, 
seem to be keeping an eye on the place okay. before disappearing as we approached. We also noticed that the door had been broken down. We attempted to find out what was going on, and when we eventually entered the house, there was a dead body inside. We didn't know who exactly it was at the time, but we heard a noise upstairs, and when we went to investigate that, we were attacked by some sort of creature. Then Hope will pull down the scarf and show the bite marks. Hope specifically was attacked and, and bitten by this thing. Uh, Am I we... with you guys? No, yeah. You... Oh, okay. are you with us or were you with us? I'm, I'm, everyone, no, get, I'm with you as now. As far as I knew, everyone followed him to the kitchen. Okay, yeah. just curious. Sorry, go ahead. When we got back and I asked you for a description of what Jeddal looked like. Wait, Jeddal dead? You described the body that we saw. Oh, no, 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 How you know he dead? I mean, the truth is we don't, but based on the description you gave me, that matches the body that we saw inside the building. He just looks forlorn for a second as... I must go. I must go see for myself. Um, well, that's... Hold on. That's why we wanted to talk to you and didn't want you to leave just yet. We have great concerns about this Do you know what kill dangerous. him? Do you know what kill him? Nash says it's a thing called a vampire. Yes. He seems very certain of it, despite <laughs> having not seen it. 100% sure. Nobody does that. Well, not in the books I read. Nobody does what they do. Except what I've seen. Wait, wait, wait! You say Jedi dead, and a vampire killed him. Ah, you know the you know the term. Yes, I know the term. It's ah. a legend. Ah, see, I look vampire, at Stanley. Vampire is a chill is is a make believe thing they say about the tiefling here from long ago. Well, okay. But Hope you... will grab her neck and look wide eyed at the floor. This is getting too real. <laughs> Wait a minute, they say about all tieflings or a specific one? No, no, but the legend. The legend that this place before Guzzle Gang take over, they said that, that this place was it was ruled by tiefling, that it was tiefling place. But then it become afflict with the with the curse of vampirism. Ha! And then see? I I don't know what happened, but the Guzzle Gang come in and save us from the, the vampire. Told ya. Legit, well, but the, but this is legend. The Guzzle Gang make thing up all the time about what they do. They lie constant. Well, here's what and I now, know. How you know? You said you saw uh, some make believe thing in 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 that kill my friend Jed. Oh, I need to go see him now. Cynthia, Cynthia, and he starts to move towards the door to get the rest of his clothes, presumably. Look, if you insist on going, Charlemagne, at least let us accompany you. Well, I'm going to call, yes, come with me, and we call the teeth guard, and we're going to tell them what happened. Oh, no, 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 maybe I don't call the teeth guard. He was arms dealer after all. Not only that, but somebody, well, they're going whoever to find is out. responsible for this, robbed the entire store. 
So wait, what, what what happened? What happened? You explain more, Sankar. You get there, and you found him that way. We found him dead. We went upstairs when we heard a sound. It attacked Hope. We ran up. We fought the thing. It was unlike anything I'd ever fought before. As we were hitting it, its body was literally restoring itself. He looks at Nash. Mm. You are mistaken. It is, I cannot. If, if the teeth guard come to question me, I, we cannot tell them it was a vampire. Well, this they'll is think we are lying. This is why we were exercising secrecy, but Charlemagne, we can't let you go back to that place unprotected and have something bad befall you as well. So maybe... I thank you for telling me. Maybe... Oh, oh Mokar Sakas. Sort of takes a minute and he's like, this man mean a lot to, to me. You sure it is him? was exactly as you described the beard his, his eyes the begin hat. to turn red and, and they well up and okay I know what I must do I don't need you to come with me I will take care I mean we don't need another dead body Charlemagne no no I'm not go back I, I know who to talk to thank you for telling me the truth I I I, I, why did you not tell me right away? Well, for the same reason you're so hesitant to tell the tell the guard. It seems crazy. It seems okay, extreme okay. and bizarre. Yeah. A raison. He's a he's an arm dealer. You don't want to. You just come to town. You know it's not exactly yes, uh, hospitable here. With the okay, I know what I must do. I'm I, I cannot go to the teeth guard, but I can go. To the 26. I think you may want to be help. careful there as well. No, 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 no. I pay them protection. Let them protect me for once. And they do fucking not fuck off for me. <laughs> I think they might be the ones who did it. <laughs> Why would they kill him? We recently met with the leader of the 26 block. Mm hmm. Uh, mm hmm. Monsieur Cabbage? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they uh, are currently very well armed. I don't know if that has historically always been the case, but they have more guns than I've ever seen in one place ever. Well, Jettles has been completely raided. I also know that Monsoon uses kids well, to good. gain information. Even more recent. I, yes, yes. Okay, you're talking a lot. I, I'm going there. <laughs> if, if you say he kill him, then that's the place I go to anyway. I get the malraison. Why? Why do you do this? He can kill me too, and then, well, he get no money from nobody. So I'm going to go I'm get to the bottom of this. Cynthia, je m'en vais, je m'en vais. And he, he puts on sort of a, grabs like a shirt, puts on a shirt. He starts storming at the door. I've heard enough. Wait, did he have no shirt on this whole time? Yeah, no shirt on. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys called him while he was in the middle of getting ready to go over. Oh, That's all right. a nasty bandage man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just Imagining mean, like, butts for faces is okay, but yeah. as soon as we get a shirtless guy on the stream, I'm like, you know, for mature. Shirtless <laughs> and he's, he's serving us food with a shirt off? Eh. <laughs> 
No, he wasn't serving. It's when he said, okay, I'm going to get ready to go to Jettles. He went to go change. Oh. And then he called him in the middle of changing. Okay. He was even buttoning up his pants as he came out of the kitchen area. That's totally fine, then. I think you were eating right then. (laughs) I just don't want somebody's freaking, like, like, drop one of his pit hairs in my food or something weird. Of course not. That would be gross, for sure. Jettles, uh, or sorry, um, um, Charlemagne starts making his way out the door, though, intent on heading towards uh, to the 26th block. What we do we could do? Uh, accompany him to get to 26. We have to look for buttons. We aren't we welcome there until we finish the tow ripper. I mean, they only said they would recommend not seeing. I think we could still go back. We could send. Uh, if he's if he's intent on leaving without us, this is just a thought. But we could send Pod with him. She could sort of keep an eye on things, and then, Pod, can you can you read my mind or send your thoughts from far away or only close? I can't read minds very often, just sometimes. But I can stay invisible as long as I want, as long as nobody swats me. If I if I get swatted or bump into a wall or something, I might break it. But I can stay invisible all day. And furthermore, what's this talk about tieflings being rumored to be vampires? Monsoon Cabbage is a tiefling. A very old one at that. Could he be one of these as well? Nash, you seem to think that everybody's a vampire. Why is that? Well, okay. There are some telltale signs. And one of those is they could look young but seem to be very old in the way that they speak and in the way that they share their knowledge. They seem to, if they seem to know a lot from a, uh, a lot of different times, there's a, there's a good chance that they're a vampire because they live to be very, very old. And whatever age they were when they were turned into these creatures is the age they stay. So they could look young. You could have an 18-year-old who's really 600 years old. Right, but why would you assume that I was one and that Hope would be one? Well, Hope has literally uh, fang marks in her neck. That is the number one sign that you've been bitten by a vampire. And that action would make you a vampire. Correct. Uh, I don't know how quickly. In the in the text we had in the great library, uh, it would vary. So some would take time. Others would be immediately... Uh, there was there was a lot of differing. Uh, uh, All right, roll a roll a uh, what's the, what's the history and their knowledge check that's going to uh, cover this? Wit, not wisdom. Um, what would it what would it be? Let me get your sheet here. <laughs> Solar mind knowledge became too op. Scott must well, not roll. <laughs> Solar mind knowledge is like the ravings of a madman, but it's it's delving into actual knowledge territory. <laughs> So it's it's intelligence, (laughs) wisdom. um... Wait, I'm just just looking up the right skills. Sorry, because there's history and there is religion. No, I think probably it's going to be history. Like knowing you're... you're, (sighs) Knowing you're undead. Yeah, history. Yeah, and it's kind of a history book, this this Twilight series that you've been reading. Yeah. Roll a history, roll a history check. All right, that would be, uh, let's see, a roll of 16 plus, where's history? There it is, plus three, so uh, 19. 
Nash okay. is a big fan. Team Edward or Team So Jacob? you reflect yeah. back on the knowledge of vampires that you've attained somewhere in history, be it the solar mines or elsewhere. And you reflect back on it and when asked the question, how does one become a vampire, uh, you um, you tank for a second as you search the information in your mind mm. and the DM looks up the information. All right. Give me a second. I need a second. Take all the time you need. I that think has I know. A sweet shake of some kind. Yeah, my, my wife brought me a chocolate shake. I think I know what it is, but I got to double check. That's what the deal is. Okay. I really shouldn't drink that, but whatever. You only live once. Okay. <laughs> Another important thing to note, maybe for those listening live, is everything that I bring up from the solar mine, I'm not doing it willy-nilly. Like, those particular... Oh, I hear a cup. Okay. So, here's the information. Okay. Here's the information you gain from your from your reflection right. on, in history. Um, uh, most of a vampire's victims become the spawn of the vampire, which means they become vampires in their own right. Mm -hmm. But they're under the control and influence of a proper vampire lord. To become an independent vampire, that spawn must drink from, must be allowed to drink from the true vampire's blood as well. The, the lord that controls them, right? Right. So, so, so here's the equation. The lord bites a human, let's say, and that human can become a spawn and but if that spawn is allowed to drink of the vampire that bit them, then they become their own proper vampire. Okay. So you would know with certainty that hope is not in danger of becoming a true vampire, but you would know she might have become a spawn if what bit her was a vampire. So stage, I would know that this that stage one is there. I just don't. As far as I know, she's just like well, well, Spawn can't do it. So what she may have been bit might not have been the true the Lord. If, oh, if one okay. of the vampires spawns bite, it may just be for hunger and okay. not have any neg negative effects. Okay. So she's got it's like she has HIV, but not full blown AIDS. No. <laughs> I mean, that's one way of looking at it, though, right? Like if no, no, she, the the way you would look at it is she just got bit. She got bit by an animal okay. without rabies. Just okay. just a bit. An angry dog bit her. Right, but as far as I but me looking at her bite, I'm going to I'm going but to she know could that it could potentially be... bite the vampire back. Right, right, right. If she was allowed to drink from the vampire All right. that bit her. Alright. Yeah. Okay. And you tell us this information. I, I tell right? you this information. Yes. <laughs> You've all Pod has to leave now if she's gonna trail Sarlamane. Should I go? I think you should go, but be careful and don't show yourself. Maybe don't even I'll show see yourself you later to tonight. him. Don't show yourself to him, even. I Can't... won't share myself with him. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> your presence, I mean. Oh. Not your. Okay, bye, Nash. Okay, bye. Nash. All right, okay, bye. Yeah, and you see the door open by itself and the door closed by itself. Okay. <laughs> I love the, I love the pixie so much. I freaking love her. All right. Well, Seriously, she that's... might be my favorite character in the entire game. I'm saying this out of character. I think she's maybe my favorite character you've made. Go ahead, though. 
Continue, John. Okay. That's one thing. What else are we doing? Uh, poker. I look at Varel. Just kidding. You have other things you want to do. I can stay at poker until midnight. Uh, Stanley, we can go look for buttons. All right. We should do this together. Let us go look for buttons first. And he is else mm, in the twenty-sixth one. Very well to the twenty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having some trouble with the idea there, Varel? Yes, it is complicated. I agree. The whole situation is far more complicated than it should be, but... I'm not going to say what's the worst that could happen. I just... It doesn't feel right leaving him hanging in the wind. If we wished him to storm out, I could have done it in half the time. I just... Look, here's the deal. We interrupted today Diane Talis' first day of freedom in thousands of years. In a show of good faith, he turned control over to me. I have no doubt in my mind he's going to be back tomorrow. And he's not going to do this. It doesn't feel right to just keep waiting and hoping. And if I lose today, then I probably lose tomorrow too. Let us answer the one element we don't know, then. Let us go to the Toe Rippers tonight. And see what they say? See what they say, see how they are armed. We don't even know if there could be a factor in this. They may be a gang of peasants that we can easily fell with very little opposition, be done with, have our in with the 26, be done with that particular burden, and move on. We could, the, the, uh, the cards can be, uh, it's like our reward. Yes. Nash gets his cards. I go to my meeting of secrecy. Everybody wins. Yes. Charlemagne returns healthy and alive. I don't see how this is a win for Buttons. Buttons is in the 26th block, and if we move through there without having at least met with the Toe Rippers, without having any information to leverage against them, on them, saying we've even been there, it is going to complicate things further. But we do. We have an agent on the inside already. Tedna. Ah! Not Tedna, Bok Bok. Oh. oh, shit. Sorry. Bok Bok's fine. I wish to make myself clear. Wherever we go tonight, I am going to destroy it. <laughs> if we are going to Dr. Dickles, I am destroying that place. 
if we are going to the Toe Rippers, we will complete our mission there, and I will destroy it. There are elements, there are too many pieces moving. And we must limit the field. What about the casino? I will destroy the casino if we head there first. We should go there last, win a bunch of money, and then destroy it. I like this plan. Yes. I'm with Pharrell. Oh, what do you think? I'm all for going after the Toe Rippers. He's just a fat lizard, according to the leader of the 26s. All right. Let's go. So did you guys make a decision? Yeah. I think so. Where where are you going and in what denominations? <laughs> We're all going to the Toe Rippers. Yeah, all Toe Rippers. Okay, so the plan is... It's about 6 p.m. now. The plan is to make an excursion to the Toe Rippers territory? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anywhere specific or any specific plans? Once we want to find the leader, the fat lizard. Yep, we're gonna head down the main street. All right, you guys all get up in a big huff after conversation slash argument about what to do. You walk down the street, and um, as it's later on at night, you see you you smell the smells of people's, uh, you know, methane cookers uh, cooking up dinner, and. you walk towards the main road uh, and you're facing East Trashburg and you can walk into East Trashburg from the road. Move your little guys here into the road. There are people walking about, but uh, it's not too full as probably most people have who were working have made their way home and are enjoying their dinner time now. You're about to enter into East Trashburg. Still intent on going? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the buildings here look quiet. You may you pick a you pick a, a road to walk down, and you make your way in. Uh, the buildings again, this nondescript gray cement block face that these are built out of. Everyone looks the same. You hear again the smells and the noises of people in their homes eating dinner. There aren't too many out in the street. You particularly notice the culverts where shit and piss are thrown are particularly full around here. And and the walls have, the walls are a little more defaced. Like there's a lot of scratches on the cement, a lot of fallen out bricks. If anything, you feel that like East Trashburg is a little more poorly taken care of than the main Trashburg area that you've been in. And you walk down a few blocks, but don't really run into anybody. Continue exploring the neighborhood. Uh, you can turn. So, so you get to this intersection, and you see that to the right, you can see the refinery in the background, and um, looks quiet to the left. You think you see the back of somebody walking, but then they walk out of view. And straight ahead, you can see straight through to the more hot mud huts that are on the outskirts of town as, as you guys get close to leaving the building area. Any markers as to if one way would lead to the main building? You haven't found any buildings that stand out as like a, as a headquarters. Did you want to search for a headquarters? Yeah, can I roll to see? Let's, uh, what is inner city? Is it, It's not survival, so let's see what we're going to... Uh, let's do investigation. 
right. Um, thirteen. Okay. Your sense is the direction that would best suit uh, where the explanation uh, exploration would be left, as you might find something towards the back in the hidden area. Cool. I'll okay, start so heading the, that way. Start heading left, and the party follows behind you. And then you notice uh, as you move left down a few blocks, you look to the left, look to the right. Particular on the right, you see a building that looks stained in red. Red paint. But not painted. Like someone took buckets of paint and randomly threw it over the years, like a Jackson Pollock made of various shades of red. Sort of covering, caked on this building. It doesn't look good. Outside, outside you see there's a there's a man leaning against the building. Looks big. Arms are big beefcakes. As you peer down and have a look at him, he's wearing this strange jewelry. Like you know those gauge earrings that have like holes in them? So he's got those, but there's toes stuck in them. And he's also got this piercing on the bottom. And then there's a toe hanging oh. out from the piercing. It's like a it's like a, a toe stud hanging from his lip is hanging down a lot because it weighs a lot. He's got these toes attached to to him in various spots. He's also got a ring on his finger, and on the ring there's a toe. (laughs) And he's just... He's looking around. Straight. I am going to press the digitate. Well, no, actually, I don't think that's going to work. Never mind. I I take it back. Looks like they're really into toes here. Yep. You guys are you guys are like around a corner trying not to be noticed. The guy hasn't looked your direction yet. You can just see him from the distance as you peer around the corner. You gotta look at the this well, individual. Do we talk our way in or do we fight? <clears throat> I mean right now it's a fairly unknown quantity as to what we'd be fighting, though. Morel seems intent. Then I shall lead. <laughs> okay, so uh, just in roll 20, just to give you, we don't have to use it, we're not starting combat, but just to give you a sense of physical layout, if I ever find it, I'm going to switch over to a generic mapping. It's a generic mapping of what the block neighborhoods might look like in the okay. internal sides. Okay. So we can just, I'm just going to put you at a corner, okay? All you guys at a corner. Oh, there's no bok bok here, so we'll just put him in there. And the guy that you'd be looking at here, let me find a dude. The guy standing at the door. Um, everyone's sitting. Why is that? Sorry, guys. It'll just be a second. That's fine. Um, but he's he's down the alleyway. So depending on how you want to make your approach, you can sort of look at it tactically from that way. Uh, let's see. Well, we'll just use this for now. Just a generic token. So down the hallway, you can kind of see him. You see what I'm looking at there, Vero? Cool. I will, uh... I'll motion to the group with a hand. A stay. And I will walk proudly into the center of the alleyway and start making my way towards him. 
looking strong with my swagger walk. Just you? Yep, just me. All I'm right. going to keep it... an eye out on the alleyways around to see if anybody else starts to come from those directions. Sure thing. Do it. Um, okay, so so as the rest of you hang back, here for anyone else, Pharrell, you approach the man, you get a better look at the toe ripper earrings that he has on them. And he looks up and he goes, excuse me, excuse me, whoa, whoa, whoa. This road is off limits. Get the out. Is it? I was enjoying a stroll. This is Toe Ripper's Roads. You move on now. I see. And I'll grab my mace from my side and... I'm enjoying my walk this evening. Perhaps you should offer some directions. Perhaps I wish to talk to a certain fat lizard and I throw it over my shoulder. On this fine afternoon. You're daft, mate. <laughs> You're walking around here like this. You're looking for bruising. <laughs> Blunk Oliver's not taking any appointments at the moment. Come back tomorrow. I see. If he's who you're looking for. That doesn't sound like the name of a proud lizard at all. Now go off before I get my mates. Mates? I'm glad you are fornicating well. No, my... <laughs> my <laughs> what? <laughs> my friends! My other toe rippers! I see, indeed. And this place here, this is the toe ripping capital. What do I look like? Some kind of tourist uh, helper. Get sod off. Go on. Very good. And I'll turn back around. And I'll put my hands up. And then I'll swing around with a swing into his face. <laughs> the mace. Okay, attack, attack roll and initiative from everybody, please. Seventeen for Stanley. Twelve for Nash. Nineteen for Varel. Mm -hmm. Fourteen for Hope. All right, what was your attack roll? Fourteen for Hope. My attack roll was a seventeen with the mace. Okay, so roll your damage dice. Ten points of damage. Okay, so you bring you bring the mace around and swing it, and you smash his head uh, in between him. And you just go, Whoa! and he isn't expecting it. So before he even knows that that was his last few seconds to live, the mace connects with the side of his head and pins it against the side of the building and crushes his head into like a narrow thing. And you just see this narrow, broken head with the eyeballs kind of looped out in the toe ear jewelry kind of just looking oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and they just vomits up some blood as he falls over was he trying to say what again but like... <laughs> <laughs> and his body's just a little convulsing on the ground a little bit oi what's that noise out there do I get to continue well, you don't see anyone else uh, in the vicinity right now, but you hear a voice from inside go, ask what's that noise out there? I feel like what he means is he wants to continue eviscerating this body is what I think he wants. No, oh. I, I just, it, do I get to proceed in my actions? 
Sure. Okay, then I, uh, so he was in front of the door. I will walk to the door and, and yell, I'm here to simplify the equation <laughs> and kick open the door. Okay. <laughs> Athletics roll, please. Athletics. 25. Okay, so you go to kick the door and the, you kick the door right off the hinges, Luke Cage style. It flies like, <laughs> it flies like 100 feet inside the building. And there's a big hallway in there. And you hear, oi, 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 yelling from inside the building. Um, so this guy is dead, uh, Varel. You're standing in front of... Uh, sorry, I'd actually be here. I kind of had it wrong. That's the door of a typical building. Um, so the door has popped off. Uh, who's next? Uh, Stanley, it's your turn. You've witnessed all of this from afar. Uh, all right. I will go and stand next to the door on the building adjacent. Mm -hmm. uh, I will unsheath my rapier. And I will hold a uh, stab action should anybody move within my attack range. Cool. Sounds good. Um, all right. Uh, hope. No. Yeah, Hope, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to move to the east of Varel and Stanley, and I'll face down the alleyway. So sure. I can watch and see if anybody's going to come that way or the windows on the building, if anybody looks out a window. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, Nash, your turn. I'm going to um, also move. Hold on a second. There we go. I'm going to move right there. Just kind of a okay. little flanking thing between those two and a little bit back. Okay, um, now, uh, sorry, I've got to put a little bit of fog of war on this map here. Sorry about that, guys. Is this a, a window right there? It is a window. Oh. Cool. They're, they're boarded up in this building, though. Okay. Oh, so, okay. All right, good. Yeah, so you don't see any. Um, let me just enable fog here. Sorry, you might not see your dudes for a second. Just uh, bear with me. <laughs> it's very dark. It's a very dark night. So hang on. Just revealing some areas here. You can see into there. All right. So uh, you can see into this hallway, Pharrell. Uh, you have vision there. You can see that. Yep, I can see it. Okay. So we are going to. You hear you hear uh, movement inside the building, but you don't see uh, any new targets. It's your turn. Cool. My turn. I will yeah. uh, run into the building. So it's four. And is this door unlocked? Or I mean, I'm going to shoulder it. So the, the door, the door is ajar. It's not locked, but you'll have to kick it open. Cool. I would like to shoulder it as part of my movement action and proceed inward as part of that same move. Okay. So let me just uh, reveal some stuff here. Sorry. Okay, so uh, you move in, and there's a bunch of dudes in there, and basically they all jump on top of you, have, having ready their action. Uh, with they they have clubs. Cool. So you move into the room, and as you move into the room, you're going to get attacked by three ugly-looking big dudes with the same toe jewelry. Uh, your AC is sixteen or seventeen. Sixteen. 
16. Um, so they all go to hit you. They hit you, and your natural armor just absorbs the shock of all the hits, and you take no damage as all of them rush up to attack you. Glorious. All right. Continue on your turn. All right. Uh, I will enter my rage as my bonus action. Mm-hmm. And so I open the door. I will attack the one by the window facing Nash. Okay. With my mace. Mm-hmm. And I will make it a glorious reckless attack with a 21. Okay, you hit and damage dice. Six, and I lightning shock him. Okay, so uh, how do you, this will kill him? Please tell me how he dies. Cool. Then my mace swings through the air with the lightning arcing behind it, and I slam him into the wall, and then toothy grin in my rage look at the next two gents with an eyebrow raised. Okay. Uh, perfect. Stanley, your turn. Uh, I am going to continue to hold this position, and mm-hmm. I am going to switch my ready action, uh, having had nobody step outside the door to fire an Eldritch Blast at the first enemy that I'm capable of seeing from my position. So you're readying it then, essentially. Okay, Uh, perfect. Uh, Nash, your turn. Or sorry, Hope, your turn. John's Uh, Overwatch Uh, What I'll do is I'll run into the the hallway, the very entrance of it, right around the Mm -hmm. door, and I'll take a knee and have my shotgun up and ready in case anybody comes down the hallway. Okay, perfect. Nash, your turn. I am going to. Uh, it's is it still a uh, a boarded up window uh, north yeah, of it's me still here? Up. Yeah, I'm going to blast it apart, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do that with, with a. Um, hmm, let's do a fire bolt. Okay. Uh, Roll an attack roll. It is fourteen. All right, and that's fire da- or that's a hit. It's fire damage. Okay, and that would be uh, four. Okay, perfect. So you you fire off the firebolt at it. It's close range. She's like shoop, and then the, the the pieces of wood split apart as they're very it's very crappy wood, and the, the firebolt you open up a spot for you to fire into the window. Okay. You see Varel already having dispatched one guy uh, and two of them close to him getting ready to make additional swings with uh, these giant bats at him. Do I have enough action to vault in there? Or no? Yep. Okay, you I'm going to vault in. Double the movement window. speed during that spot, so you'll use double to vault through. All right. I'm going to go right there. Perfect. And now you're in the room with them, or they're in the room with you. All right. Okay, um, so now um, a bunch of dudes come. This door swings open, Hope, and a dude walks out into the front to get Varel from behind. Um, both Stanley and Hope, you have tr- you have triggering responses that you can use here if you want to use your reactions. Seven. A little XCOM here. That's going to be a 19 to hit. All right, the, the gunshot uh, goes wide, Hope. As, as you're just a little early, as you saw him, but shot quicker than you should have. You didn't line up the shot. But uh, over your head, black, blue bolt of energy. Sorry, what did you cast? 
Eldritch Blast. Oh, Eldritch Blast, yeah. Black yeah. Boot Bolt of Energy comes flying over your head and nails the Toe Ripper. For four damage. <laughs> okay. And it, it, it hits him, shocks him, and he looks stunned for a second, but he's still vaulting towards uh, Varel with a swing of a bat. Uh, he misses. Well, it hits you, Varel, but again, doesn't do any damage as you just get tunked right on the head here and you feel nothing like Batman versus Superman when he gets shot in the head. Sweet. Um, yeah, more dudes uh, run out, uh, are piling out of the door here. Um, okay, uh, Varel, it's your turn. And they all have Actually, wooden bats? Uh, they have wooden bats. You scoff at wooden bats. I think Varel might be feeling bad that we're picking on such. <laughs> there is no honor in this. Uh, it feels good though. This is gonna be a slaughter. Total praise is gonna be happy. Well, right. At least right now, maybe we're in the flunky residence where they put all the crappy guys. Yeah, yeah. I I will say, uh, is this the Toe Ripper's best? And swing my mace at the one in front of me by Nash. Okay. Mace attack. 23. It's a hit. Damage dice. Nine points of damage. All right. Uh, it looked like an underhanded hit. Is that a nut, yep. nut yeah, shot? Yeah, totally. You got it. All right. Mace goes well, it up. Purpose, purposeful nut shot, but take it. <laughs> it was a, okay, but it, that's where it goes. It lands right in this dude's nuts, crushing them into oblivion. As he, as he, as you hit him, you golf swing him up into the air, and he, he hits his head on the top of the ceiling and then falls down and then bonks his head on the side of a bookshelf, and it's the side of the bookshelf that kills him immediately. There's no satisfaction. He just, as he hits his head, and his corpse falls down into the corner. Um, yeah. I will then look at the one behind me and lightning shock him. Okay. His eyes grow wide in apprehension. You get a deck save for it. Oh, deck save. I did not save. I take cool. four. Three points of damage. Three points of damage. <laughs> As he sort of gets shocked, and he panic and fear is in his eyes, but also hatred. Hatred for all things, not Toe Ripper. Um, Stanley, your turn. Uh, all right. I am going to move forward to be directly behind Hope. Mm -hmm. uh, and I am going to throw the rapier out over the top of her. Sure. And uh, say, parlay. Mm -hmm. and send it to attack the uh, I guess the one we've already been hitting the, the Toe Ripper first Okay, make an attack roll as the sword flies down the hallway of this slum apartment complex uh, That's a 14 to hit Okay, roll damage dice Sweet Didn't know if that would do it Uh, that's going to be nine damage. Okay, you, uh, the sword. Where did you, where do you, penetrate his body with the rapier? <laughs> go on. Uh, it's going to just go through his head. Okay, so it goes right into his eye, and it sticks right through and get right up to the hilt. And that's where it is for now. And do you pull it out? Uh, yeah, it would come out. Again, right, so you st it sticks through, pierces skull. And he just falls over, and a little eyeball rolls out. Uh, like it hits as, as he's falling down, it drops and hits the ground and bounces off to the side a little bit. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right. So I'm just gonna the guy. So this guy we killed. He's over here. This guy's eviscerated over here. This guy's dead. So the guy in the bed there and the guy above me are both dead. Yeah, they put little skulls on them so we can tell they're dead there. Yeah. They got little skulls. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, uh, Hope, it's your turn. Okay, so there's one guy standing in the hallway behind mm -hmm. the dude that's dead on the floor. I'm going to take yeah. aim at that guy and shoot. Okay. All right. And that's going to be a 21. Okay, roll damage dice. So, 10 damage. Nice. Okay, so uh, where do you shoot him? This I will shoot kill him, him right in the face. All right, so you take a shot. Bullet explodes his head as his, the, the back stairwell just gets spray painted in blood and brain viscera. Um, Pulp Fiction style. Just splats across the back of the wall, and his body drops to the to the ground. Dead. Nice. And then what I'll do is I'll, I'll move forward. It'll be like a low run to the okay. stairs. Stairs are double movement, so 10, oh. 20. So you could go up to the, yeah, there you go. You start walking upstairs. Okay, perfect. So that's where I'll position myself. And as I get there, I'll turn on my heels and point at the doorway that the guys are coming from. Okay. And you do have a little bit more insight now into the doorway, as you can see it. So let me just reveal some more area into the other side room. Reveal areas. Okay, so... There you go. Um, okay. Perfect. Uh, Nash. Okay. The one that is above Varel or north of Varel here in this orientation. Mm -hmm. um, it's more of an RP move than anything, but I would like to rush. I can't select them. Why? Okay, there we go. I'm going to rush up here. And I'm going to swing my staff for a physical attack with the intent of slamming my nail that's at the end of my staff through his temple as hard as I can. Okay. And my physical attack or my physical chance or uh, uh, roll to hit rather will be 12. That's your strength modifier. Right, which I have none. That's why yeah, this is kind of RP yeah. and lame. But anyway. Uh, yeah, you're a sorcerer, not a fighter. Yeah, 12. Okay. Does that hit? It's a hit. Okay. Yeah. And um, they're wearing no armor. They have pretty much the basic trash, trashberg basic. We'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. A physical attacks. What do I? What do I do for damage? I've never done it before. What's my damage dice? Uh. For that? Well, it's on your. It should be on your character sheet under your quarter staff. Oh right. Um, the, I actually uh, have it up. Yeah. So go to actions attack. You don't have your quarter staff equipped. So we'll just I'm just gonna go if you go and equip it. I should. And then go All back right. to actions attack. Quarter staff plus two to hit. One D six if you're hitting with one hand, one D eight if you're hitting with both hands. Okay, it's both hands. For sure. That's how yeah. I always do it. Right. And that would be a six. Alright. So you you swack it on the head head you say? Mm-hmm. Just right in yeah, the temple. The nail, the nail drives right into his skull as you hit it as hard as you can with with all the anger of the solar mines you hit as hard as you can sink it into his skull and the guy goes ah, 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 as he sort of falls to his knees 
and you just you keep shaking it and just spinning it around in a circling motion to make sure you cut as much brain as you can. As he's like, and he tries to lift it out of his head, but it's curved and barbed, so it's not going anywhere. And also rusted, so it catches on things. Very abrasive. Right. Um, yeah, and it takes a long time for it to die. <laughs> as, as you swish around his brains. Nice. Okay. Um, uh, behind you, Stanley, you hear a loud bang of wood hitting cement, and the door behind you opens up. Um, all right, I'm going to reveal a new area here. And a whole bunch of dudes come out and start wailing on you with bats. Oh, jeez. Wow, that is a whole bunch of dudes. That is a lot of dudes. That is... 10, 11 dudes? Wow. That is many dudes. Alright, and so they rush around you. Oh my gosh, John, I'm worried Bats. about you. What's your AC, please? My AC is 15. 15. Okay, those two don't count. That would be so you get out of the five swings at you, three of them connect. Um, do you have any reduction to any kind of damage that I need to know about before I roll them? No. bludgeoning. Okay. Six, eight. You take 16 points of damage Jeez. as a bunch of dudes rush out in the back and they start bam, bam, bam. And you get you get whacked over the head once and then another one hits you in the shoulder. Another one gets you right in the side. And um, the, the whole bunch of dudes have run out from the other back of the building. Hope above you, you hear yelling in the stairwell, and a couple, uh, uh, you, see, you hear the sound of a <laughs> as knives fly out from up top, being thrown in your direction. Um, one of them hits, uh, does four points of damage as the knife comes down and slices a part of your arm and then drops to the floor as daggers are being thrown from the top of the stairwell. You don't see your assailants as they're undercover from the top of the stairwell. Okay, uh, Varel, it's your turn. All right. The guy uh, that Nash is currently nailing is dead? He's dead, yeah. Sorry, I'll put a little X on him. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's easier to see the red dot. I'm going to put red dots on him. Do the stairs have a railing on them? No. Cool. I hope in no other part of my life anyone ever says to me, is that guy you're nailing dead? (laughs) (laughs) I hope there's never an opportunity for that to ever be said out of this context. (laughs) What's worse, the fact that you're doing it publicly or the fact that he's dead? I I don't know. It's hard to say. (laughs) I don't know what's worse. Hey, that guy you're nailing. You okay? He's dead. <laughs> he looks dead. <laughs> Just all right. I will. Uh, so I'll peek out around the corner, see all the guys surrounding Stanley, look at Nash, and say, "Nash, now is your time for glory. Give them the thunder." And I will run down the hall, jump this part of the stairs here, because since there's no yeah. railing, jump you in front pro- of Hope. You will provoke one opportunity attack from that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Continue your explanation. Sorry to interrupt. I will jump up past the stairs and run up them, yelling, At last! An armed opponent! All right, you take four points of damage from getting hit in the eyeball with the club that I would like to has. give him my bonus action as I run by. 
Okay. Of Oof. a lightning shock. Cool. So what's the save? Oh, 13. 13. Okay, he fails. Takes four points of damage. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, what did I do? Enter. So I got press. Okay, perfect. So, um, Stanley, it's your turn. Oh, wait. I did the... Uh, was oh. that all my double movement to get up the stairs? Was this a dash? No. So, um, you're doing double movement. Or was it double movement? Because I wanted to... Five, ten... Stairs, stairs is difficult terrain. So f- uh, 5, 10, 20, 30. 30 would be the top of the stairs. Now where you cool. are would be 40. So you still have 20 feet of movement left. I don't have a map for the upper floors. So you, But you can continue running up the stairs. It sort of swirls around and runs up for another floor to the third floor. You don't see oh. any assailants on the second floor. Okay, cool. So whoever, so I can assume as Varel, whoever was throwing the knives booked it further up the stairs. Yeah, they were flying. They were, yeah, cool. Then I will continue up the stairs. Okay, excellent. So you continue. You run around, take, go up the second flight of stairs, and um, you hear people up there, but you haven't made eye contact with them yet. Cool. All right, uh, Stanley, your turn. There are five dudes immediately surrounding you, with two more ch- trying to break in to get a hit off, and you see at least four other guys running down the hallway from the building behind you, for a total of 11 in view, and there's, uh, you hear voices of more yelling. This is going well. It's going super well. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Keep in mind, uh, if, you, if you move, you'll provoke five opportunity attacks. Uh-huh. I'm, look, I gotta wait for my turn, but I got an idea. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Okay. Uh, Stanley's eyes are going to flash silver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is going to say uh, his words that I had pulled up and now are gone. Alit Orish Yaltaldin. And everybody uh, is, well, is Varel within 60 feet of me? Mm, 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, but he's not in line of sight. I don't know if that matters. Uh, let me see if it does. Just so we're covering. If you think about a 60-foot cube, because he is vertical, but he would not be greater than 60 feet away from you. Uh, he would cube. have to be within line of sight, actually. So it would only impact Hope in that case. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. All right, so Hope and I are going to gain uh, five temporary hit points. Remember, Hope, you have a reduced amount of hit points because of the bite still. That's still in play. Wait, hold on. Did they change the spell? As a bonus action, spend one of your bardic inspiration to grant temporary HP to a number of creatures up to five you can see. Okay, so it is five, because I can definitely see five creatures. Uh... So five temporary hit points to Hope and I, and we can move our full movement without provoking opportunity attacks. So I am going to do that because I'm in a very bad position. And I'm going to go to back to be alongside Hope at the base of the stairs. Okay, like a blur full of grace. You move out of the way and they all swing at you and miss. 
Um, so that is uh, that is my bonus action. Mm-hmm. And then for my action, I am mm-hmm. going to. Oh, you know what? I will grab diplomacy as I go by, so I will actually hold it in my hand. Okay, got it. Uh, and then as my regular action, I will fire. Or you know what? I will cast cure wounds on myself. All right. At the first level, it's one d eight plus five. All right, Nash. You know what you're gonna do? Yeah. It's eight. You're, I think you're... Oh, no, Hope's up next. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then... I think I'm going to then just use my movement to move a little further back in the hallway to be there. Okay. And that will be my turn. All right. Hope, oh, you're up. All right. So for the free movement from Stanley, I'm going to use that to... Follow Varel, basically. Get up behind him. Is there a dagger stuck in my arm? No, it fell to the ground. Ah, okay. All right. Um, so I'm moving up behind Varel. And do we see who the dagger thrower is? Do we have to st- keep going up? Uh, you'll have to keep going up. All right, I'm going to keep no, going up. All right. You can't move past Varel, so he's his body's blocking the path to move up, so you'd have to wait for him. So moving up. You can move, and then there'd be no targets to attack where you are. Okay, cool. I'll stay behind Varel, and I'll stay on him as he goes forward. Okay, so you guys can't rely on the map so much, because this is just a generic map, and I don't have a second floor or third floor on this map. Um, it was meant for alley fights, but we're in the building. Um, so the... Okay, so Nash, what are you going to do? I <laughs> am going to, hopefully, not in a dumb way... Mm-hmm. I'm going to move here. Okay. Okay, which is right at the entrance of this thing. I got a dead melee range of two people. You're right. I've got dead. Does that doesn't instigate a a opportunity attack? Does it by me standing there? No, it's when you move out, not when you or move through. Okay. Not when you move into. All right. So I'm going to move there. This guy next to me is dead. Is there, everyone's dead in the room except one, right? That's right. Okay. Oh, you were standing. You cross paths with him, so he would you would provoke an opportunity attack from that one. Well, wait, no, him. I was here, so I'm going. Yep. So oh, do one right. square at a time. You're right. Yeah, this would be this square right here. It's a problem. It's fine. It's just one guy. All right, I'm gonna do that. Give me my attack. What did he do to me? What the hell Ew, was what that? Was that? that was amazing. <laughs> yes. Do that again. Premium features. Tell me what you're doing. I didn't mean to distract us. Sorry. It was like a green pea thing. That was awesome. Uh, okay. Sorry. My. I'm going to move down to here. What, what was his opportunity attack? Is Do I need to have something happen? Uh, it's a natural 20. Oh, shit. Maybe it's not going to be okay. <laughs> uh, he smacks you on the head right as you run by. He just clotheslines you right in the face so that... He's just able wait, to wait, wait, he already attacked me. This guy? He did. Yeah, he only gets oh, one reaction right. per round. Yeah. Soaked it. Well, well done. All right, Ooh. it's canceled. Soaked yeah, he, it. You did. Okay. Well, then yeah, I have. That's right. You're right. I forgot it. Good call, Varel. Yeah. So that that never happened. You run past him safely. Okay, sweet. 
Oh, that's awesome. Remind me to buy a gift for the lizard next time we're in a city that has gifts. Okay, so I'm now going to cast Thunder Wave in keeping with what I believe to be the wise um, uh, the wise command and yell of Varel before he went upstairs. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave right here and capture as many of these guys as I can. Now it has a 15-foot radius. Uh, um, as, before you do that, just because we don't get to use this as often as we want, keep in mind that your dragon metal heart also yeah. gives you dragon's breath, I believe. Oh, does it? In case you wanted... I mean, we'll do Thunder Wave. I just I think that's... I didn't... That's not in here, though. Yeah, allowing him or her to cast the acid version of Dragon's Breath on himself for power equal to your highest available spell slot once per long rest. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't link anymore in the new version. It used to link in the old one, and it isn't in there, but I just wanted to... Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Um, so you could also barf out acid, but uh, do your Thunder Wave. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do Thunder Wave. Uh, it should affect everybody up to... Where's the ruler thing? Hold on. Where? Thunder wave. It's a uh, constitution 40, self 15 feet. 15 feet. So uh, each creature in a 15 foot cube originating from you. So it's a three by three cube. Mm-hmm. So it'll. It's on. everybody Oop. here. Ah! That's not what. I'm... <laughs> That's not what I wanted to do. How do... Where's the draw button? There you go. Polygon. It will. That was super cool. I want that. I want to see that all the time. So you're actually only going to hit two people here. Really? No, that doesn't make. Yeah, it's a 15 by 15 foot cube centering on you. Oh. So remember, we were doing it wrong. We had it too big when we were doing the zombie fight. Oh. It might be better served with dragons. But here's here's your area of effect for thunder wave. Okay. Now, if you moved closer. Yeah, I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Is move here. Move closer and no balls, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm moving in here. Okay, now get in that, there, get him. That, that moves your area of effect to hit five to that, people. Right, that's what I was trying yeah. for. Anyway, I was hoping. Well, whatever. Yeah, you're right. I've forgotten we learned that lesson the hard way. So now yeah, we, I, I extended the range way too much in that elevator fight, but it's fine. But this is right. What it is. I, now All I'm right. learning that lesson the hard way again. All right, uh, let's do <laughs> potentially the harder way if this doesn't go well. All right, yep. I'm gonna roll for. Uh, for hit on this hold on no you don't roll for hit it automatically hits i get to save oh i didn't know that so it's a constitution 14 save it looks like yep um okay well you shook those for a long time uh fail okay three of them will take half damage um feature takes half and isn't pushed okay so roll your 2d8 okay hold on i'm doing this at level Two or above, that means I get. Uh, let's see. Uh, the oh, damage. increases the damage You're using a second level spell slot, so it's 3d8. Then. 3d8, yep. Okay. All right. Okay, that will be 21. Whoa. Wow, that's a good roll. 885. Eight, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. All right, so let's get back to let's get back to here. So two of them are going to take half. Which half of twenty one is like ten? Mm-hmm. This is rounded down. Okay, 
So um, Thunderwave immediately shreds apart three of them. They don't fly anywhere, but the force of thunder just... Just you can see their fat flop as they and and the whiplash snaps the spinal cord on them and they just and just drop down. The other two this happens to, but they go flying. How many feet is it? Uh, knocks them back. Ah, sorry, ten feet. Ten feet. Yep. All right. So one guy flies up and hits the wall. Boom and falls down onto the ground. Oh no, I stretched him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, falls down onto the ground. The other one goes flying down the alleyway 10 feet up into the air and then just hits the ground. His body hits with a thud. But all of them, the shock of the sound force just just shattered all their bones internally. And they, you just hear this scream from outside. Aah! Like five of them all at once as they... Uh, all five explode around you and, and die. Sweet. And the other two that are left in the alleyway... look. Uh, roll an intimidation roll, please. Okay. This is going well, actually. Uh, my intimidation roll will be 13. Okay. And oh, wait, they wait, 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 Hold on. I told you wrong. My bad. Hold on. Intimidation, I have plus four, so that is... Uh, uh, what is that? I can't... That, that, uh, 17. Okay. So these guys immediately, the, the ones that are left living, uh, just because there's two in the alleyway that are still alive. Yeah. They start both. They both throw their bats at you and start running. Uh, so I mean, sweet. They throw their bats at me. <laughs> they throw their bats at you, but they hit the wall around. And they just go, <laughs> run, run, <laughs> and they start running down the road. Uh, this guy out here runs out into the hallway and is looking just frozen. And then there's people behind going like, "What's going on out there? Get out there! Move out the way!" And there's a whole lineup of people. Waiting to run out. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, all right. So this guy goes, starts chasing up the stairs after you guys. <laughs> so behind you, hope there's someone behind you with a bat raised up, takes a swing at you, but he's well behind you. Uh, oh shoot, sixteen out of twenty. All right. So he hits you. So you do feel a, a, someone try to get a grazing blow on your back as you run up. This guy runs up the stairs for two points of damage. Um, and the guys up top throw, try attempt to fling knives down. He can't hear Vorel as they fly past your head. One of them, the hilts of it, knocks you right on your soft spot on your nose. Uh, Vorel doing four points of damage as it bounces off your nose and hits the wall and just sort of falls down. All right, Vorel, your turn. Cool. So that's uh, what is it? Bludgeoning damage. So yeah, bludgeoning. Nice. Cool, so I got dudes in front of me now with knives? Uh, they poked their head out from the side, and then they've hidden back in, so you can't see them again. Okay, then like I they're, will... They're, they're swinging over the wall down the stairs, and they're chucking the knives down and back. There's two of them up there that you can see. All right, am I looking at... So I got a hallway and then just one door that they're kind of hiding behind? You've got, you've got stairs, because you're at the third flight of stairs. They're up on the third floor, so you're, you're looking up at stairs. Can only see wall and a wall where it turns in. You don't oh, have a gotcha. good view on the third floor. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, then I will use my move action to close to that. Okay. So you you rush up the stairs. You get up to the top. You look around. You see them in the hallway, looking frozen, and they're going to make a break down the hall. And they're going to run still your further. Turn. It's still your turn. Yeah. They're they're continually retreating kiting they're kiting you okay gotcha i'd like to grab them then okay grapple <laughs> check 
grapple. Grapple. Oh, a one and a three, so no, no go. Okay. Uh, but that that was the advantage roll for the athletics check while raging. So that's oh, so it's thirteen. Nine. The one doesn't count. Uh, the one doesn't count though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So a nine. I thought you rolled thirteen. No, one and a three, he said. No, one and a three. Oh, Not geez. like I was spelling 13. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go you go to make a grab, and they kite you and run down the hallway and get, get out of your grasp. Cool. I'll still give one of them a lightning shock. All right. Stanley, your turn. Oh, a lightning shock. Sorry. Okay, your lightning shock gr- fires down the hallway and zaps one right on the ass, and he goes, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to move to the base of the stairs, standing over this dead body Mm -hmm, guy mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. there. Uh, Can I see the dude on the stairs now? Um, You do have a... He's behind cover, so you suffer a minus two to your attack rolls, half cover. Okay. uh, Based on your angle to him for range attack rolls about all I can really hit, so I'm gonna try and fire an Eldritch Blast at him. Okay. Roll away. Uh, plus what? Uh, that's a 13 to hit. With the minus 2. Okay. A 13 to hit? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, you roll your damage dice, please. Okay. 2. Okay. Um... So you Eldritch Blast him yep. as he runs upstairs. Uh, it shocks him a little bit. You don't really see what kind of effect it has on him. You know what? That wasn't good enough. I'm going to throw the sword again, say parlay, and send it after him. Okay. Roll a damage attack. Good. That's uh, 17 plus 6. So Roll your damage. That, that hits... That's 11 damage. Okay, so the sword goes flying up the stairs between the banisters, and then it stabs him right in the taint. And you hear, <laughs> and then his corpse comes falling down the stairs with your sword. Clank, 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 and kills him. <laughs> All right, and he's dead. As you do that, uh, the doors behind you uh, burst open, and more dudes start running out. Well, I think I'm glad I moved. Hope it's your turn. Yeah. Okay, so the third floor is the top level, correct? Yep. All right, so I'm going to scramble up the rest of the way up the stairs. And how are the doors laid out up here? Uh, the doors are laid out that there's a hallway, and there are four doors in, in the hallway, two on either side, just like the layout of the first floor. Okay, cool. So what I'm going to do is Varel's chasing the knife throwers, so I'm going to... Bust in the doors and see right. if the lizard man. Here's, here's what I, here's what I'm gonna do to make it a little easier. Okay, uh, the the housing to the right, we'll just say is like we'll use as a third floor. Awesome. Oh, that yeah, makes sense. that's a good yeah. idea. So yeah. if, you, if you move that over there, just because this is all abstract, so if you can, no, it's like haunted mines. Uh, I said to the right, but I meant to the left. It's so. like it's <laughs> like haunted mines. You look down in that hole and you think you're seeing in there, but you're really not. Exactly like yeah. haunted mines. Uh, Pharrell, did you get? Did you? Oh, I'm gonna move you. There we go. So this is what you see. The two dudes have run into one of these rooms here. Let me reveal it for you. Sorry. Was Haunted Mines. Was. Rest in peace, Haunted Mines. 
Okay, so there's some area in there. And let me get the, I don't know, some tokens just to represent dudes here. Okay, there you go. Those are the two guys that are running away from you. All right, whose turn was it? Hopes. Yeah. Cool, so Varel's going after the two dudes with the knives in the room. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So can I pass Varel? Is there space in the hallway? Uh, well, I mean, since we just sort of fudge this one up, you can go ahead and do that. Okay, cool. So I'll get to those two back doors mm -hmm. as Varel's got the knife throwers cornered, and I'll see if I can kick open the doors or grab the handle and turn them action-packed. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I'm yeah. not strong enough. Are you going to Van Damme really, like, doors you, open. Are you going to Van Damme it and do double kicks on both sides? Of the oh. <laughs> Jump in the air and split. You know what? I might as well roll for it. What would that right. be? That's a challenging move. So, uh -oh. I mean, roll your oh. athletics check. Ten. You jump up in the air and kick both doors, but you're not practiced at this particular maneuver. <laughs> you're able to do it without falling, but it doesn't break open both the doors. <laughs> A really loud knock on both doors. <laughs> your, foot, your boot print's high up on both of them, so you're pretty proud of it overall. All right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. kind of like thumb my nose a bit, pretty proud, and I'll open the door on the right. Okay, so that was your action, but interacting with one object can be considered a free action. You open the door on the right. Uh, let me reveal that for you. Uh -huh. Okay, so you see a room empty. I'll open. curse a little under my breath. Okay. In Infernal, of course. Excellent. Um, no, Nash, your turn. Oh, geez. Um, so there's about five or six more people all single file rushing out of that building in front of you. Um, they don't appear to have been scared off like the other two dudes were from... They didn't see right. what you just did, so they're coming to, to give you the what for. Okay. Bats in hand, and 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 they have these toe earrings, these toes sticking out of their ears and out of their lips, and hanging down. One of them's got an eyebrow toe. It's like a piercing here, and then there's a big stinky toe. <laughs> He's missing his teeth. With toes. Oh, <laughs> oh toe gold teeth. toe. Gross. Okay. Um... Just wait till you see the guy with the tongue piercing toe. Yeah. <laughs> There's still one level worse. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, there is. I'm gonna. Let's see, what's my range on this? Oh, I have to be right next to him. Um, I'm so I'm gonna look up that dragon's breath thing just because it is. You don't have to change into a dragon to cast. It's a once per day for you. Yeah, I need to That's, understand that better. Um, so let me just uh, let me search for the spell. This is gonna be a great place to do it. I'd like to intimidate uh, them, which may include an intimidation roll, but I want to I do mean, I would be intimidated if someone breathed dragon fire on me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, wanna, I want them to freak I, out. I put, the, I put the link to the Indie Beyond in the thing so you can see it, though. It does a cone attack in 15 feet in front of you, um, so it doesn't center on you, and they make a dex saving throw, or they take 3d6 damage. Wait, where'd you put this? Oh, in Discord? In Discord, sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, so you don't have any third level spell slots yet, but once you have a, a spell slot higher than uh, second level, you can increase the amount of damage. So it does three d six damage of acid in a fifteen foot cone, and it lasts for a minute, which means you can keep doing it basically over about six turns. Okay. Wait, the link you sent me is <laughs> just oh, a. 
Like, Nerf Nash. You sent me a link yeah. to Xanathar, Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Are you logged into D and D Beyond? Yeah. If you're not logged in, the content sharing won't see. Do you see your name on the top? Yeah, right? well, I'm logged, logged in. in. It asked me to log in before I got to it. Let me try the link again. Maybe uh, it changed. Maybe it dynamically changed it. Hold on. I'll try that one more time. Oh yeah, here and it's doing it this time. That's weird. That's a dumb redirect. Yeah. Fix that D and D Beyond. All right, yeah. Dragon's Breath. Um, yeah, I want to do this. And okay, so it takes your bonus action. You can only use it on yourself, so you touch yourself and imbue yourself with the power to spew <laughs> magical energy yeah. from your mouth. Sweet. Right. Um, so so you feel, you, as you cast this spell, you feel your heart palpitate. And this sort of adrenaline curses through you, and you feel like the taste of iron in your mouth. And then it's burning, and your stomach is upset, and you feel like you're about to have diarrhea again, but instead it's coming out. The other way, you're ready, to, you're, 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 you're ready to let it fly. Okay, let's let it fly then. All right, trace out. Uh, so as an action, you can spew it. I just want to make sure I get this right. Sorry. Until the spell ends, creature use an action to exhale energy in a fifty. Okay, so that's just your attack. Fifteen foot cone in front of you. Let's uh, draw what that looks like. Okay. Yeah. Want to see how? I'm going to clear the drawings, and we're going to get a new drawing here. So it's basically going to hit here. Is I think it, that's right. I'm not seeing the change for some reason. I'll refresh. I think that's right. Hang on. No, I have that wrong. It's another 15-foot radius deal. It's it's not a, it's a radius, a cone, though. And I think a cone hits out... Um, as you think in a cone, right? Oh. So, so, well, let me draw it cone-wise. So, hang on, polygon. Yeah, so fifteen feet. It would be fifteen feet centered from you, though. Right. So five, ten, fifteen. Right there. So the guy at the front door plus that plus these guys. I would say it's a perfectly diagonal cone, though. That we're, you're not going perfectly diagonal. I think it's like here. Oh, that's a pretty narrow cone. Line. And then. And then to here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. I know this is no, no. This is good. I'd like to know moving forward. And then it's here. Good. So you're gonna hit. There's only two people right now. You'd have to move closer, I think, to hit some more in the back. Okay. Are these two guys alive? No, these are all corpses in front down. There's one guy here. This guy. No. That guy right here is alive. Let me. The guy. Yeah. Oh. This guy here. I'm putting it. <laughs> He's throwing up though. He's barfing. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you if you were to move closer, you could probably hit these three right here. That's what I want to do. All right. So move your guy one closer. For the right there, right? Uh, line of sight that would block you. You'd have to move on top of the corpse here. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting yeah. that guy's dead. All right. So I'm on top of that dude. No. In fact, I am relishing in being on top of a dead man. Who I previously yeah, you stand on top murdered. of his corpse, you having shattered all of his bones in his body, yeah. and you open up your mouth and a giant column of green acid flame bursts forth from your mouth. Can I have it? Can I hear your? Can I hear what it sounds like? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, uh, <laughs> <a> second. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, this will be worth it, everybody. Hold on. Are you ready? Yeah. Drum roll. Here it goes. <laughs> no, that's not it. 
Hold on. <laughs> a little indigestion. Here it is. I found it. <laughs> That's the sound. <laughs> That's the sound you make as yep. you go up, you step up, and then. Yeah, I just go. Blah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So this is Dexter. <laughs> De on uh, our uh, creature makes a Dex. What would be the D DC that you set? Plus. You probably thirteen for that. I don't 14, know, right? Uh, oh, it's whatever it is that your your save set is on your character sheet. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant it was something specific. Um, save DC is fourteen. It's fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay, they all fail. Roll three d six damage. <laughs> or sorry, three d six. Yeah, three d six damage. I thought you meant all my hits failed. Hold on, three d six. No, they all failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it now. Okay. It will be seven. Okay, so your your acid coats everything in front of you, all three of them in front of you. And as as it, as they're running down the hallway, you run up towards them and do this, and they all just stop in their tracks, frozen. <laughs> as their skin begins to melt, and you can see inside, like their their cheeks are, and their eyes like droop down unnaturally, and their hair starts to just fall out, and they're just covered in this liquid, and they're going ah. The three of them in front, and the two guys behind them stop, and they throw their bats at you, and run away. And they both miss. <laughs> they throw, their, they throw them, get out, out, out. And the three guys are in the process of melting in front of you, uh, and they're they're screaming out, uh, and you can hear their screams echo throughout all of Trashburg, as you just hear ah, and their toes that are melting on their face. And they're 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 one of them their their leg detaches so like mm -hmm. with the knee so their knee comes off and then it's just a knee and then they lose their balance and fall over and hit their head on the wall and because they're melting in acid and his head slides down the wall uh -huh. as if it were made of liquid and there's liquid flesh there's this big streak of liquid flesh down the side of the wall and this is all happening in front of you and you go Bleh. it's like that, <laughs> it's like that guy in, the guy in RoboCop that gets hit by the car remember that and he was yeah. going smearing up the car yeah, yeah. Right. these guys uh, these guys take off those guys continue taking off down the road you don't see them leave um, these guys run away and Varel it's your oh the guys upstairs uh, poke their head out Varel as you you hear screaming, you don't know from where. You assume there's carnage down below, and it's like ah! And the two guys sort of poke their head out and try to throw knives at you again. Uh, one of them connects uh, for seven points of damage. This knife fi finds its mark in between uh, your scale uh, plate and sinks itself into your shoulder, and you've got the hilt of a rusty old dagger stuck in there. Not cool. too deep though. Yeah, well, I'm resistant still, so four points of damage. Nice. And it's your turn now. All right. Having connected a dagger with me, I know which door they're in. And I run towards it, knock it open in my movement, and attack the guy right in front of me with lightning and mace. Okay. A 20, not natural, for the attack. 20, not. Okay. You hit. Okay, with streaks of lightning, swing at him. That'll be uh, 12 points of damage with the mace. Okay, he doesn't save, and 12 points of damage, probably 16 with the lightning, I assume. Yep. Yeah. So you hit him, softening him up, and then the lightning, this particular one, finds a source 
structural weakness in the human body. And because your lightning is so random, it's hard to target. But in this particular case, the lightning enters into the body and his body explodes into a mist, (laughs) into a mist of fine blood and flesh particulate and big parts go down. And this guy who's standing here behind him, who's his companion, drops his knives. He's got like a set of knives and puts his hands up and goes, Kai, Kai, I surrender, I surrender. And he gets down on his knees and he looks down and he's like, I surrender. Uh, we're in free action. Are there any other hostiles on the map at this point? Yeah, there's a shitload of them. Oh, yeah. Shitty. Um, I forgot to move them. Uh... <laughs> no, they moved. They came out. That was their movement. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't think I... Oh, no, all... I didn't do that last turn because Nash ended on it. Um, yeah. I haven't so... had a turn since they moved into the hallway. Oh, did I... You didn't? I thought you poked no. the guy in the butt. No, that was before they came out. <laughs> yeah, they ran out after Did that. I skip Stanley's turn this go-around? I think we not... skipped their turn and went to me. Yeah, I don't no, think... No, I, I was moving people. Nash is at the no, end. No, it so should be it. Nash, or it should be Varel, then me, then them, based on oh, what okay. I've seen oh. so far. Okay, usually they move after Nash, but that's fine. But, like, events happen throughout because you're basically assaulting their headquarters, and there's a lot of them. So, um, all right, uh, let's just go with it's Stanley's turn. Okay. Uh, is there any... I, and this is just me asking on kind of a rules level. So this guy that I'm pinging here, if he were to have to make a deck save, is there any disadvantage for being kind of blocked in a hallway? No. Is that a thing at all? No. Okay. Well, regardless, uh, I think what I will do is I will target that square and create a bonfire in that square. Okay. What does that entail for... uh... (laughs) So the entire square becomes just engulfed in flames. The entire five-foot space. He has to make a dex 15 save. And that's the reason why I asked is he has to move to another spot if he saves. Oh, he can't move to another spot. Okay, so that okay, so he so there is a bit he can make the save, but he can't move to another spot. So whatever happens, still happens. Okay, so he takes one d8 damage. Okay, Uh, that's eight. Yeah, and there's fire. (laughs) You gotta kill him anyway. You you create a bonfire right in that spot, and woof! Large column of flame appears in the middle of the hallway, in the place very flammable immediately all around you wires and you see flames darting out across the the drywall and the paint and the walls light up and the are immediately the ceiling above begins to sag down on top of everybody um looks like it's going to break (laughs) including yourself uh, the fires all around you let me put little fire symbols here let me see if i can't find them to denote where there is a i mean it's a bonfire right you didn't make a little campfire no, it consumes... so it's a, it's described as a raging bonfire, right? Yeah, the way it's described is uh, until the spell ends, fills the five foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space, uh, where is it? the bonfire ignites flammable objects in its area that aren't being worn or carried. All right, so right now the fire is raging most where I put the fire. You see it there. Okay, this is fantastic. All right, you lit the bonfire. Anything uh, else you want to do on your turn? I would like to. Send... And he's screaming in the middle. Ah! get out of the way and he touches his friend they're like push him off they're like they don't want to get caught on fire i would like to send there. diplomacy down into the guy that's within melee range of me okay a 
That's a natural 20. Nice. Where do you stab it and roll your damage dice? Uh, I'm going to stab him in the back of the head. Or the top of the head. It's coming down from upstairs. Just come straight down. Uh, let's see here. Where's my D8? There it is. Uh, that's nine damage to him. Okay. Uh, it sinks into the top of his skull, right to the hilt. And he has this look on his face like... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it coming. He just doesn't feel... And he goes to speak, and then a... <clears throat> blood fills up in his teeth, and it's all... Can I make a quick out-of-game request? Can the chat room please uh, clip the last few 30 seconds of Bo making those faces so I can make a cool gif out and of it? And then his hands, his hands feel up around. I want to make a gif. And then there's a question. I was like, why? <laughs> and then he, he falls back into the bonfire. Um, okay. <laughs> Hope, your turn. All right. I'm going to open the door to my left. Okay, you open it up and you see nothing. You know, it's a room. You know, there's a room. It's a living place. It looks crappy. There's all kinds of garbage places. These old couches where people stay on, but there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. There's a little cry of frustration. Then Hope will move down the hallway and she'll open the door to the left across from okay. the room that Burrell's in. Uh, you open that one as well, and uh, same story. You see that there's food. You see that there, you know, there just looks like there's there's like, like drug paraphernalia no drugs but just like syringes and spoons and 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 all kinds of drug den style things on tables garbage unclean unkept trash everywhere couches no people in there i'll call out to the the one that's left alive in front of rail where is he oh we're not in free action yet so i can't provide a ton of information but he goes who who i'll tell you anything don't kill me I'm, I'm, don't kill me! And as his little tone, his <laughs> his chin piercing flops around. As, don't kill me! Don't kill me! Floppy, floppy. floppy. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, um, Nash, your turn. Oh, I was really enjoying that. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. So we've scared everybody off in here, right? Um, yeah, Out for the here. most part, they're all running. Like the two you see in that other direction are running away, but Stanley's fighting. Set a bonfire off on the rest of them. Right. Okay. I'm gonna come in there. Um, let's move in here behind. Blocking the hallway is the only problem. No, it's okay. I'll come in behind you and go. I took care of what happened in the in the alleyway, and then uh, I don't have line of sight on him. I mean, you could probably reach one of the guys. Oh, no, that guy got stabbed. Yeah. So I'm I'm just going to... I'm going to pat John on... Or uh, Stanley on the back and go, All right, let's let's do this. And that's my turn. Both of them are dead, I think. Yeah. The guy on the steps dead? If the dude on the Uh, steps is dead... Yeah, the dude on the steps is dead, too. Okay, well, I can't... That's the guy that got stabbed in the taint with diplomacy. Is Bonfire Guy (laughs) dead or not? Uh, Yeah, he's dead. Okay. The rest of them behind, you can't see. It's the the hallway's filled with fire right now. I mean, you could probably help the ceiling along if you wanted to, Nash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think mean, you might have a way to do that. Well, 
Um, you can bring the ceiling. It's loosely. It's on fire. It's sagging. The fire is spreading quickly as it's a raging magical bonfire in the middle of a five by five hallway. And are we on an upper floor, or, or, or you're saying you're on the main floor? You're on the main floor. But right our, our friends are on an upper floor. I don't want to. I don't want them to fall through. I like how he, the guy who started the bonfires <laughs> warning you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they left us to deal with a situation down here. We might leave them with a situation up there. It's fine. Mm. Um. Well, you got spells. Yeah, I have stuff you, to do. You see, uh, do you have line of sight because you could put them to sleep? As no, that's the problem. If I had down. line of sight, I'd do it, but I don't have it. I don't think. Unless, well, um, can I? Because the way this hall is situated, I don't know how to do it. Nope. I think My I, big body's blocking the way. No. I'm standing in the you hallway you, like this. You have to have line of sight for sleep. Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Uh, sleep says that I. Whoops, that's level. There it is. Okay, so it says spells give you imagine twenty feet of point. You choose the range. Uh, affected ascending. Starting the creature has the lowest current hit points. Just ninety twenty feet. It doesn't. Didn't say anything about it. Yeah, about area. You say line of sight is necessary. No, it doesn't. Is that by omission? Can I assume it doesn't then? It usually specifies. Okay. Well, without express specificity, I'm going to go ahead and use that on Jimmy over here. Um, which guy's alive? I'm not a, oh, it's a range area, so you could probably shoot it at a point that you can see, and it covers a 20-foot, a 4 by 4 square area. So you can see the bonfire. If you center the spell on the bonfire... Then it would radiate around to whoever's in the bonfire, or near the bonfire. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'd do, but... Uh, yeah, I don't want to do it it's near four Stanley. By four, it's 20-foot... Wait... 20 foot feet is hard to center. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it is. Within isn't. 20 yes, feet. Is. Oh, within 20 feet of a point you choose. Right. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose. I'm choosing the bonfire point. So this has feet. a larger area than. Um, it's not centered on it. So it says within 20 feet of the point. That oh. means it's actually a 40 by 40 deal. Is Stanley within range of it? Because if he's lower, that's what that hit, sounds like to me. You don't have to worry about it. I'm only worried if you're if you're lower hit points than one of them, then it won't be a problem. I can't be magically put to sleep. Oh, he's an elf. Oh, you have a racial for that? I didn't know that. I do. Then let's be racist and fire it off. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. I feel an episode title coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So like twenty feet. This is this is the center point here. That's 20 feet. That's 20 feet. That's 20 feet. That's 20 feet. I know we made a similar mistake with Thunderwave, but that's because it's centered on you. Right. It says anything within a 20-foot radius, so everyone is safe from this, except for bad guys. Yeah, except for bad guys. All right, so the deal is that it affects whoever's got the lowest hit points within that range. Yeah, so roll your... At what level are you casting it at? Uh, level You get two. more hit dice if it's higher. Level two? Level two. So roll 78, please. Okay. Oh my gosh, 78. Uh, hold on. Okay. It's a lot of D8s. Yeah, here comes all your D8s. Uh, that is grand total of 41. Okay. So you cast out the spell. 
you feel it leaving your hand. Do you, any any flourish you want to uh, narrate? Yeah, it makes the following sound as it leaves my hand. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's the hand. Here's the sound it makes. Uh. There. <laughs> Perfect. So you you make that noise and you you, you extend your hand out and it's it's you can't see it but the magic leaves your hand the ma- it's sparkly a little bit as the air intermingles with the fire and then the magic disperses and you hear a lot of fire and you <laughs> and you hear some thuds <laughs> and you don't know how many you've put to sleep but you hear several thuds several to thuds the raging bonfire okay, okay. yeah all right and then after that, as your turn is over, um, the ceiling collapses from the second floor. No. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> in loud unison, you hear like six or seven different voices yell out, Aah! and you hear you see kicking, you see wood, people like pounding on the wood to try and lift it up. It's, the wood's on fire from the, the floor falling on top of them. And uh, yeah, you just hear a lot of kicking and like, save me, save me, no! From underneath the wood, as um, several people are buried on top of the floor. Now uh, there's a hole in the ceiling above, and you can't get up the stairs anymore. And the building, this fire spreads all around the building. So let me put some. We got a real, we got a real cluster f going in this place. <laughs> let me put some fire in here. Still this haven't seen. I'm, I, you know what? We're gonna find out. This is the wrong building after all, and this was just the big foobar. Well, Pharrell wanted to take the lead on this one. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a large fire spreading in front of you, as you can see. Um, smoke is billowing out behind both of you, Hope uh, and Varel. Now, I think that takes care of all enemies except the one in your room, so we can free action this. Hope and Varel. Uh, Hope, you, he, the man is in front of you on his knees, going like, Spammy, spammy. Slap him in the face. Oliver, Ooh. where is he? <laughs> who, 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 Mum? Oliver. 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 You mean Blanc Oliver? Yes. Um, he's not here right now. Where is he? He's he's out. He's he's. Do he's not. Gone. Where is? I don't. He? I don't know where he is. Who I do we ask I, to I find know. out? I don't know where he is, but I know where he will be. He'll be at the Golden Gargoyle tonight. Ah shit! I'm gonna you, just you, take you, out my machete <laughs> and just right in his neck. Okay, attack roll. He goes, why? No, no, no. As you, or, you hang 14. on. Yeah, 14. He goes, no, no, no. And you just take it and you press it up to him before putting it in for a moment of terror and then slide it in. And he goes, oh, no, please. I told you. All. <laughs> Mama. Mama. <laughs> chest to kick him off. Wipe the blood on his shirt. Put it back in my boot. Bro, we gotta get out of here. What's the window situation? The window situation? Boarded up windows. I'm uh, I'm gonna back out of the building. I call diplomacy back to me as I'm leaving. Is this, by the the way, can we hear all that? Could we hear her interrogation? Her brief interrogation? You heard heard the mama part. You didn't hear the rest. You just heard heard, no, no, mama. Okay, so he doesn't, so Nash does not know that had we just gone to play cards, we'd have found the guy we were looking for. He doesn't know that. Yeah, you didn't hear that part. Okay, because he would lose his shit 
if he had heard that. So he's not heard that. All right, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So you guys, you guys, you guys, tie out the building. There's a large uh, column of smoke coming out of the stairwell, and you feel heat and fire, and you hear the sounds of fire coming from below. All right, I kick out the window. Okay, athletics check. Still in my rage. Natural 20, yeah, what a time. All right, you rail it out. It, it hits the house. Um, it hits the house on the other side, and it splinters and rains down upon Nash and Stanley. Nash and Stanley, make dexterity checks, please. Uh, 13. Sorry, I got the wrong dice up. There we go. A 13 also. Okay. Um. So small pieces, like, hit you, but don't do any damage. You don't get, you know, just like, ah, there's this... You look up to see if there's an assailant, and you see Varel's head go. Jump! <laughs> and then I turn back to Hope and put out my arms in a big open fashion. Hope will shake your head and just run out the window. As they jump, I cast Feather Fall on them. Okay. All right, so they both, you guys are both jumping out the window? Yep, I jump. All right, you both jump out, and then Stanley catches you with Feather Fall, and you float down all super badass style. And hit the ground safely. Uh, the building, the red, uh, the building splattered in red is now fully on fire. We've got to go. You, you, you we can't have hear, anyone catch us here. And you start to hear a clang, clanging, clang, 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 and there's one clang, 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 and then a second clang, 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 and a third clang, 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 and you hear this alarm gets raised in Trashburg. We have our answer. You have, and the t- the intercom comes on. It's like this is Chief Pinepoli. The the fire alarm has been rung. Please remain calm. We are on our way to put out the fire next to the Golden Gargoyle. And I start running down the street. No, Pharrell, walk. You <laughs> can't look suspicious. Pharrell's gone. Pharrell's gone. And Pharrell, uh, uh, as you you run to the ha- to Hunter's uh, Blusher's Haunt, I from everyone. I follow, putting on a slight act of like, oh god, I'm afraid of the fire. Yeah, okay. I'll right. follow uh, too. Same. Perform- performance checks from anyone performing to be something other than what they're not. I was just like frustrated. Frustrated. Uh, 22. Okay. You don't look like you had anything to do with it to anyone who's watching. <laughs> yeah, don't. And But as you walk by, you look around and you see you see uh, like a little kid sort of a oh, block shit. down. There's a couple of little kids, and they kind of look at you. One of them's got a dolly, and they slink back around the corner. Do I see go. these children? No, you're running. Damn it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, and you all make your way nonchalantly as much as you can yes. across the street to Blusher's Haunt. Yeah. As you cross the main road, uh, you don't see anybody out there. But just as... Um, just as you get to the other side, you, you can, from the corner of your eye at the Teat Keep, which is overlooking everything, you do see the drawbridge start to lower down as you go to hide uh, behind it. So you're fairly certain that you weren't spotted given you're very, very far down the road, but you can see that the keep is opening up for some reason. And there's a loud siren sound all throughout the city. Varel, when do you stop running? Uh, I would run north until I hit the mud huts and then okay. take a turn around the first building and then... Right, let's get back to the teat map. <laughs> gather my uh, 
realized that no one was running with me about that time. I put your place your token where you think it should. Oh, I didn't move you guys. Sorry, I'll move you guys. Uh, place your token where you think it should go. Cool. All right. Yeah. So if we're there. I would run. I'd run to here to the mud huts and then look behind okay. me and see that no one else was with me. And I'll slow down. And I'll look around. And I'll bend into the. Now that we're out in the muddies, I'll bend and do the sand on my skull mace. Clean myself off a little bit, take that last little bit of that dagger that got me out, and head towards Blusher's Haunt alone. All right. So you start making your way towards there. The rest of you, were you guys heading to the Golden Gargoyles at the deal? Yeah. Yes. Now, you remember that Fengo Rebish recommended you dressed up because it was a kind of a fun party kind of place, and everyone uh, feeling pretty sweaty and, well, bloody in some cases. Press the digitation on the whole party except Varel, who is not here. Okay, you're clean again, except for Varel, not Varel. Um, well, except for Varel, but also except for Nash, whose clothing still carries the inexpungible taint of diarrhea. Yeah, I, there's only so much digitating you can do with me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, of the desert, not of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little of column A. Yeah. Of why not? So you guys all make your find, make your way to the Haunter's Blush. At one point, you look down uh, an alleyway, and you do spot Varel also walking in the same direction as you, but several blocks down. Varel, you notice this too as you're on the lookout for your friends. So you can rejoin them if you wish. Cool. I rejoin them. Okay. You all meet up in Haunter's Blush. Now, Haunter's Blush, or Blusher's Haunt, I was saying the opposite. It's, it's another button situation. Um, Blusher's Haunt, this part of town is very different. All the buildings... Uh, look empty. You don't hear the sounds of people in the homes. Um, you see some people. There's a lot more people sort of on the street, like sleeping, like they're just <laughs> sleeping right in the shit ravine by the corner, and and they're all around. At one point, you go to turn a corner, and you see like one dude filleting another dude, like just right out there in the middle <laughs> of the road. And you go not this way, <laughs> and then you turn and go a different direction. Um, this part of town is is different you explore a little bit and then you notice that one of the buildings has a door on the side which usually the doors are in the front like you saw in the maps that we've shown it's this door on the side and there's about 10 or 20 people all sort of lined up around the corner there and as a door opens up to let some of them in a huge cloud of cloud of smoke not fire smoke but you know smoke smoke from cigarettes or something billows out and then they close it back up and you, surely this must be the spot cool well, i guess and as it I'm opens up you, you hear as you open up to you hear a little sound like i'm like a and it stops as the as the door closes like a club yeah he did mention there was jazz music Fengo did, you remember? So you hear that jazz music. Okay, well, now that we're away from the fire and all that, did we just come here to play cards or did we learn anything <laughs> from what's going on? Oh, we learned something, all right. Yes, this is the location of the Blunk Oliver that we have extracted from these knife wielding minions. So, that Isn't... whole, yeah, that whole it... fight. 
was okay. glorious. <laughs> yeah, but there wasn't any. I mean, what did we gain? We well, gained a few bruises. Hmm. We gained an entirely occupied city for the night, and and no reinforcements for Blunk to call upon. Sure, I nearly died. I just for <laughs> reference. Okay, we're good with that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you say that every fight, Stanley. I nearly die every fight. You're okay. Plus, he gives a backup. You got a backup, and you got to arch whatever in you. You're fine. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way, but let's proceed. Let's see what this place has to offer. What are we going to do? Are we just going to kill him in the middle of the casino? We could. How did the burn? How did away. the building burn down? Oh, that was me. Ah, we could burn down this building as well. <laughs> <laughs> become a roving band of arsonists everyone would have to exit well first we need to make sure he's in there I'm not destroying another building and wasting my ammo if he's not in there well, on that it's... note Nash burps up a little bit with the acid as the spell wears off and hits the ground and Melts a bit of the sand. Oh. Oh. Oh, right there. Oh, my. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that had extra. It's a weird but... disembodied voice appears. You're not sure whose magical <laughs> trick that and is. Somebody's walking by. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh. Stanley. Disgusting. What? Stanley has the ability to communicate over distance. I say he heads in, works the room, lets us know if he's inside in the first place. Then we burn it down, and as he exits, we Sta kill him. Stanley has a question. I don't actually have that ability. Oh. The, the whispers. That. That was oh. Diane Talons. That's Diarrhea Talons. Then <laughs> Diane Talons heads in and lets us know. But really, you just... want to bring him back? <laughs> we could walk in ourselves. Nash wants to play cards. If anyone's going to fit in, actually, with this scenario, it's Nash. Yeah, Nash is the card guy. Do we really need Diane Talis back? Well, I mean, Varel has a point, but there are other reasons I don't want him back. A den of crooks and evil? Diane Talis would fit right in. In fact, I'd say he may succeed better than Stanley could. How can, can we be sure it. he wouldn't lie to us? Well, he, he can't, can't lie. lie. That's what he says. That could be a As lie. you guys deliberate, uh, Trashbergian basic dude, but looking kind of thin, just walks up into the circle and starts nodding his head. Who you are guys. you? Ah. Oh, never mind me. Never mind me. Continue. Continue. Well, we should probably get inside. All right. We'll and go I'll ahead and go forward go with... Go where, where are we going? Where are we going? In that way. Mm -hmm. You first. You got you, you got any gold or guzzbucks? 
No, I don't. Go away. <laughs> Come on. Uh, look at your clothes. You got you're lying to me, man. Don't lie to me. Man, we don't have time for this. All right, Hope's going to start you, walking are, to the are door. You in Who's some got kind the of rush? ticket? All right, look, look, look. Pretty one. The yeah, guy. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, not you. Fun, funny. <laughs> the, the pretty one. What can I do for you? And he comes up to you and he comes close and he says, "Um, look man, I just I really need I need some pixie blush, you know." I don't have any pixie blush. Get away from me. No, no, but just give me some guzz bucks or something, man. I'll leave you alone. I pull the dagger on him and hold it to Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't need to get violent. Okay, look, look. If you come with me, you know, I'll earn the money. Just come with me in the alley. You're about to earn being stabbed in the throat. Walk away. Intimidation check, please. That's, uh... 24. Alright! And he sort of... <clears throat> walks off, sort of crooked. Asshole. He says under his breath. Let's see. I put the walks dagger on. back. Alright, I will get Diantalus. We can go in. What's the plan? Why am I getting him to begin with? So we can communicate? Yeah, for real. Why? He was ahead. It was your plan, Varel. I'm, I don't want to step on your toes. We attacked the entire building to learn the location of this man. And now you're the one who wants to double check. He's in there. That is why I wanted to die in Talos, because you wanted to double confirm that he is in there. If we can simply accept that we were told the truth, that he is in there, we can all head in without oh. dying, Talus. So you just want him to go in there, confirm that he's there, and then message to you to say he is. Because he Hope is. didn't trust the man of the throaty slit. Wait a minute. <laughs> the throaty slit? What? Rearrange those words for me, and they make sense. <laughs> I'm he didn't just trust saying, the slit of the throaty man? going to burn down a very prominent building in this place. We need to make sure the lizard's in there. Also, don't we need his head? Also, for the record, I don't think Diantalus can burn down buildings. So we're all heading in without Diantalus, and we will all confirm that he's there. Yeah. Sounds great to me. Let's go. All right. All right. So you guys approach the line and you get in line. Yeah, the door opens up again. You hear bam, 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 and then close again. Yeah, there's a lineup. About 10 or 20 people. Yeah. Get in. Okay, you're going to skip ahead. I would like to try. All right. So um, one of the girls from the lineup, as you go to approach, says, uh, Hey, 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 what do you think you're doing? We were specifically... Get in wait like the rest of us, huh? Come on now. Won't be that long before you get in. This ain't fair. Get out of our oh, way! Yeah, it's just a person in the line. <laughs> hey! Who's getting yeah, upset? There's, there's about four girls that are waiting in the line there. Oh, they have the Trashburg I... Basics, but they're but they're sort of made up. Like, 
Like it's like they've been re-sewn to look like nightwear for going out and partying. So did like, they, they, did they rip mega- the back into strips and then tie them into a bunch of little knots down their back? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So, and they have sort of these longer skirts and uh, something resembling some raised-up shoes. They're like, and then they sort of uh, tap a guy next, and like, can you believe these guys are like cutting in line? I ignore yeah. all of and them. All the guys like, like, hey man, you should you should get to the back of the line. Bro, what you're doing is not cool, man. We don't Nash, we don't like that kind. Can you have the co- the card, please? We don't we don't like that kind of energy around here. I pull my hood my back and go. Be gone! Intimidation <laughs> <laughs> check. Yep. Let's hope hoping to give me that. Hold on. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Oh wait, 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 wait. Plus nineteen. Okay. <laughs> So the guy like freezes, and the girl's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> chill out! What the hell? Get in line!" And the bouncer sort of sees the commotion. There's a guy sort of standing at the front door, big dude. Actually, it's the same guy that was in front of Malinar's bodega that gave you the direction to Charlemagne in the first place. Must be working yeah. a night gig. He's like, uh, "What seems to be the problem here?" What uh, what are Guzbucks made out of? Like bolts. What kind of currency. They're, they're bolts. bolts with they're bolts with insignias on them to show them as sovereigns, but they're they're bolts. All right, I put about five or six in my hand and go to shake his hand and say, "No problem." Do you have any? Yeah, I've got two hundred. No, you haven't gotten them yet. Oh, they didn't pay us. What? You have? No, you don't get the money up front, so you can <sighs> run away with the money and not show up the blood ball. This is a travesty. We got the ticket, yep. right? Yeah, if you've written down guzz bolts in your inventory, get I rid of did. them. You don't have any. Okay, I'm gonna Jump write hypothetical guzz bolts. <laughs> it's a pro. It's it's a contract. You do the blood ball game, you get the guzz bolts. Like they I don't put in a, at least two hundred guzz bolts worth of work already. Yeah, do they not put any down? I guess I guess they don't. No, you have to show up to the actual game. It's practice. You've been going to practice. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Well, people, people, people <laughs> run away all the time. I'm not all getting right. into this with you. The, the bouncer's like, "What you, what are you doing with your hands, eh? It's weird." Yeah, I didn't have anything. As it turns out, why, why are you causing a commotion? Give him the get, get in line. Mesh. Get in line like everyone else. And then uh, who sent us? It was um, Fango sent us. Right, right. Well, Fango sends a lot of place. Just wait in line. We've got a fire it. code. It, It'll just be 10 or 20 minutes. One person right. leaves, they'll let another person in. We're packed tonight. All right. I'll go wait in line. Uh, any more problems? Am I going to have to straighten anyone out? I'm going to pull my head over back over and just stand there. What about you there, Lizard? Oh, Get in line. Nash hates lines. I thought we had a ticket. We've got a ticket, but the ticket doesn't let you jump ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay, you big dumb lizard. <laughs> Listen to this guy. I thought I could oh. go ahead. <laughs> and a bunch of girls are laughing at you. I'm going to kill yeah. these girls. I'm going to kill them, and I'm going to eat their bones. we the line, all right? We might see them later. I hate them. Yes. <laughs> Nobody likes trash, but here we are. I hate everything about them. Maybe All we right, should... so you guys are you guys moving the line? Or still I'm in line. 
Yeah, we're right. in the line. What else are we going to do? Oh, I hate lines in real life and otherwise. <laughs> I know. I, it's I like I thought D&D was about power fantasy and I'm stuck in a goddamn line. Yeah, I'm 20-minute bullshit line happening. <laughs> I'm not going to make 20 minutes goes by. 20 minutes goes by. The bounce lets a few people in. They come out. You give it about 20 minutes. You're now next one's in. A few folks leave. And he says, all right, all right. Show me your ticket. Mm-hmm. And you said Fengo... Fengo, uh, was Fengo vouching for you? Yes. You know the rules of this place? It's simple. Basically, don't don't talk to anyone, and uh, those weapons you've got there, you've got to give them up. That cook oh, check. Gosh. Hey, this, this isn't some kind of garrison. It's a it's a club. People are here to have fun, so we don't want your weapons here. If, that's, if you're here to cause trouble, you might as well just leave now. I'm leaving. Hope's walking into the nightclub. All right. He lets Wait, you in. you're going to give up your weapons that are illegal to have? <laughs> eh, well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the city has new weapons uh, for keep, me. Oh. Keep, keep in mind you're in Haunter's Blush. This is kind of a, a lawless DMZ zone oh, between okay, the two great. gang areas. I mean, the teeth guard could come in here, but you get the ascent. It's not a heavily patrolled, like, police state or anything like like we know today right it's just there are rules as Charlemagne told you they will come if someone's being troublesome or if they know something but generally speaking people are pretty ambivalent or very fight the lawish especially right. in Hunter's Blush I hand over the rapier yeah oh not to not to me to the coat check when you get in oh okay alright coat check's so Nash, taking the weapons you, Nash you, you going in yeah I'll go in I'll give him my staff. Varel, you're left alone outside. I'll head in. Alright, so you head in. And immediately inside, it's a stairwell down into a basement. And um, check out roll 20 for the golden gargoyle area. Oh, man, look at this. Alright, so you start to head in, and you, as you head in, you hear the music. Bam, 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 bam. You hear horn. You hear drums and upright bass. Boom, 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 boom. And as you head in and get to the bottom of the stairs, you see a couple of bouncers. And then uh, there's the coat check, and one of the bouncers is like, <clears throat> please uh, drop off your your weapons uh, with, the, with the girl here. The girl goes... Give me your weapons, okay? Oh my gosh, I hate these people so bad. <laughs> I'll give my weapons over. Uh-huh. I hand over the rapier and the dagger in my boot. Okay. Can we kill them? Um, you, you, your stick might... You gotta get rid of your stick. Here, take my stick. Alright, he lets Snash through. Stanley lets you through. Oh, he looks at you and says... You sure that's everything you got on there, honey? Yes. Okay, let's you through. And Varela sizes you up, and he's like, "That mace there, it's nice, but you got to get rid of it. Give it to the girl. Mace. On the the shield too. You don't need that here." So, as you walk into the golden gargoyle, the air is thick with smoke, and you see. There's about 30 or 40 people on the dance floor with their, their repurposed Trashburg basic into these like swing clothes. They got skirts and kind of like little 
Trashburg tuxedos and everyone's dancing and there's guys dancing with girls and there's groups of girls and groups of guys and everyone's dancing looking cool. There's a, there's a din of loud conversation and music as a bunch of people are sitting around eating Chinese food and you see across the way and all you can eat Chinese food and behind it, the bar. So there's these hot trays full of you know General Tao chicken and <laughs> egg rolls and everything you can imagine. No, no dancing food. <clears throat> two doors off to the left and right and there's a pianist going and you're in this environment now that brings us to time unless we're going to play later uh no that's probably good i'm ready for i'm ready for what's next next year next week no, year. next we'll, week we'll, we'll, next we'll, year <laughs> next week get ready next week. for a big wait everybody yeah, see you so. next year everybody 2019 that's where we the get the resolution the first season yeah uh, we'll be back in 2019. That was great. Uh, well done, everybody. And uh, we will pick up where we left off next week on There Will Be Dungeons, episode 36, I think is what it'll be. Uh, thank you all for being here and listening. As always, if any of this is intriguing to you and you'd like to hear more and find all the other ways to catch the show, you can do it over at therewillbedungeons.com. And uh, we recommend that. You can also send us your messages. There's a link right there to do it because we very much want to hear your feedback. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, for Kyle and Kristen. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh.